the state of Hawaii. Truly a special place unlike any other. A place where these four words mean everything. Hey, what's cool you went? It's a question that makes one feel a sense of pride, passion, honor, and the longing to keep the traditions alive. Traditions that mean so much more right here as a new era is upon us. An era in which the athletic traditions of our young high school athletes have a home to call their own. Today, an OIA Division II champion will be crowned. It hasn't been an easy road for the Farrington governors, but they have won when it mattered most. And today, they find themselves one step closer. Their opponents, the Kalani Falcons, have faced adversity throughout the season, but also have won when it mattered most. Who has one more win in them and will take home the Division II OIA Championship? We find out now. The Hawaii Sports Radio Network proudly presents OIA Athletics on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Central Pacific Bank. Where people like banking. Hawaii Pacific Health. Creating a healthier Hawaii. And the Waikiki Beachwalk Hotel. Oahu's best value located near Kalakaua Avenue on Beachwalk. And now let's go to the campus of Radford High School. Here's play-by-play announcer Kyle Galdera and analyst Paul Brecht. Aloha and welcome to Radford High School. We're back for a Wednesday night double dip championship action for you in OIA Hoops. Our first game tonight, the Division II title game between Kalani and Farrington, followed up tonight by our big clash of the West between Mililani and Campbell for all the marbles. Kyle Galdera here along with analyst Paul Brackton. Paul, I think the question first of all tonight will be, will the Governor's rule or will the Falcons soar? That was a good one. I like that. That's a good setup right there. And you mentioned it. We have a Battle of the West in our uh, second game of the night. While it's a Battle of the West there, we have a Battle of the East here tonight as we have the top two teams from the OIA Division II East going head-to-head. -head. These two teams took, e or took each other on earlier in the season. Kalani came up uh, with a 39-36 victory over Farrington uh, at uh, Farrington, uh, an impressive win for the Falcons and an important one too as they ended up holding the tiebreaker at the end of the season. These two teams very close, just a half game separating them in OIA league play. And an interesting facet of this game is when you look at the records on paper, okay, Kalani 4-7 and seven in OIA play, Farrington 4-10. and 10. Overall, Kalani 7-9, nine, nine, okay, Farrington 4-8. and eight. And you think, how can these teams be in the D2 championship game? Well, during the regular season, the D2 teams actually play more D1 teams because there's so few in their conference. So essentially that's why their records reflect that. But these two are definitely the cream of the crop when it comes to OIA Division II basketball. And you mentioned the matchup they had against one another. We had the opportunity to call games featuring both Farrington and Kalani earlier this season. And I think, Paul, it's safe to say that these are two contrasting styles where you have Kalani, more of a sharp shooting, run and gun type of team. Farrington, ground and pound. They're going to play pressure defense and really use that inside out approach. And I wonder tonight which style will prove prevail and that's why we play the game isn't it a couple of different styles uh, both of which super successful throughout this season obviously as they've gotten to the OIA Division II championship game uh, as they continue on and look to the state tournament uh, and, and hopefully obviously a win here tonight uh, it's a battle of who can not only do what they do uh, well, but also hold the other team down uh, and, and force them 
into territory that's not necessarily as comfortable. When we come back, we'll get you starting lineups and get you ready for opening tip. It's the OIA D2 Championship between Kalani and Farrington coming to you live from Radford High School right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Back to more of the OIA Featured Game of the Week on HSRN, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Back here live at Radford High School, a few minutes away from opening tip. We have our friends from Spectrum doing the TV broadcast tonight. So, of course, you know, they do their fanfare, opening lineups and all that good stuff. So let's give you some analysis and some facts to look for, some preview of what we can see tonight, Paul. Starting with Farrington, I talked to Coach Steven Leopoldo before the game, and he basically laughed and he said, we're going to run, run, run. That's exactly what he told me the last time we saw him play against Farrington. And they're going to use an inside-out approach pressure defense is a big facet of the Farrington game and of course he's proud of his boys for coming through this year and he basically said we know we're in the state tournament already so in addition to this game we have three more and that would mean they're going to win D2 state so he's already having his boys looking ahead to that crown as well and that's an important mindset to have uh, especially as you get deeper and deeper into the playoffs all of the teams that you're going to face are good you know, so you have to go in every single night thinking that you're going to win. You're the better team. And Coach uh, Coach Leopoldo does an excellent job getting his boys ready every single night with that mindset. And uh, tonight, no different. And this playoff run, no different. Coming off an upset of the top seed out of the West. And looking at the Kalani Falcons, I think the big key for them is Joshua Shutter. He's averaging nearly 16 points a game, and he's made 31 three-pointers. So he's definitely the sharpshooter when it comes to the Kalani offense. And let's pivot right with that into our Kalani starting lineups tonight. Joshua Shutter, of course, starting. He's a 6'1 junior guard. He's joined by Jonah Viernes, a guard-forward combo, 5'8", another junior, as well as Carson Lamb, a 5'10 junior. So just looking at that, Kalani's going to be stacked coming back next year. They're going to be joined by Kai Bogle-Dupuis, a 6'3 junior center. And finally, Luke Sino, a 6'3 junior, rounding out the starting lineup wearing number 24. Yeah, an excellent lineup. Like you mentioned, Fuller Juniors, guys who are going to come back next year, guys who are only going to get bigger, better, stronger, faster, uh, more skilled, whatever uh, whatever you want to say. They're going to come back uh, better than ever next year. So having this experience here this year is only uh, one step towards the greatness in the Kalani Falcons story. Jumping over to the Farrington Governor's starting lineup, Jacob Lorenzo, number 12, leading things off the senior shooting guard. He's joined by Angel Blaze Ped, the junior point guard, wearing number 13. Everest Rodriguez, averaging about 8.3 points a game. He's a sophomore guard. He'll be joined as well by Gerald Gallardo, a 9.8 point per game player, a senior guard forward combo in his own right. And finally, Dominique Mose-Smith, averaging 11.2 points a game. He's a senior post player, and he's the guy we've circled on our lineup card because that's who the offense is run through when it comes to the governors. And Coach Leopoldo even said, that's our plan, that's what we're going to keep going inside out and see what happens. Yeah, he has the ability to really control a game, not just because of his size, but his strength down low. He's a, a good defender, somebody who can patrol the paint and really protect it. Throws a few block parties here and there. And then uh, 
They have a couple of dynamic guards who get out in transition and can really score in Rodriguez and Gallardo, who, you know, that guys who almost average double digits on the season. Combine that with the 11 points a game you get from Mose Smith, and uh, it's not too hard to see why the Farrington Governors upset their way here to the championship game tonight. And fortunately, and we're going to do our proverbial knocking on wood here, because there are no major injuries to report. And we won't bring you any more information if we get it during the game, if anything happens. But fortunately, at this stage of the season, knowing that both teams are relatively healthy, that's always a good sign. So we'll keep you posted on that. And that sports injury report with Hawaii Sports here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network is made possible in part by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. Really excited for this one here tonight as... Uh, like we've mentioned a few times, these teams have played each other before. Farrington looking for some revenge. They lost on their home court against these same Falcons early, early in this season, uh, early on in league play, late in 2022. Our referees tonight, Brian Yamasaki, the 47-year official. He's running the show, joined by Cesar Puticet. 25 years to his credit, and the youngun of the bunch, Ryan Murakami, 11 years to his credit. So a very seasoned crew tonight. Going from right to left, Farrington in their maroon jerseys and white trim. They control the opening tip. Contrasted by Kalani wearing their all-white and red-trimmed uniforms. Again, a battle of OIA East Division teams for the OIA D2 Championship. 7.40 to go, no action yet. Farrington controlling the ball. These are eight-minute quarters, no shot clock. So no real pressure to get going on offense. We'll see what Farrington tries to do if they want to use that inside-out approach. Controlling the ball so far is Everest Rodriguez. He has it in the corner, traps, kicks it out to Blaze Head. Down low, the nice jumper in the lane. Rims around and out. That's by Gallardo, and it's going to be rebounded by Kalani. It goes to Bobo Dupuy. And that's good patience there by the Governors, though. Not forcing a shot, getting the ball into the high post. And it's a good shot as Kalani comes back and scores on the other end. Yeah, that was Jonah Viernes getting us started with the scoring tonight. Right at the seven-minute mark, putting Kalani up two to nothing. Back the other way quickly goes Farrington. Jacob Lorenzo dribbling. Now kicks it back out to Blaze Pad up top. Over into the corner to Rodriguez. Now back to Ped. To Lorenzo now, a three-guard game for Farrington. And a travel as Blaze Ped essentially picked up the ball, took a few hop steps, and put the ball back down. You can't do that. Ball back to Kalani. Yeah, Kalani here doing a nice job in their 2-3 zone, not overextending too much. Just enough pressure on Farrington to kind of cause uh, some uneasiness. But otherwise... Uh, they're just in good defensive position, obviously, with two stops and two possessions. Kalani with the ball. Viernes kicks it out. A near travel by Lamb. Nothing called. Into the paint. His pass to Sino. He's blocked. And then the rebound by Bogle Dupuy. He's blocked on his shot attempt. So a good job in the paint. That was Mose Smith putting up a big maroon wall, and the Governors get the ball back. And we talked about the way that Mose Smith can impact the game by blocking shots down low. We see it right there as he patrols the paint for the Governors. Two minutes gone in this game. Kalani still leading two to nothing. Farrington with it, a near travel again. Blaze Pet has to be careful, but he whips it into the corner. A three-point shot by Lorenzo, rims out. Following the rebound by Carson Lamb. Quickly goes Josh Shutter. 
He's a three-point specialist, but this time he drives. No good on the shot, but he'll be fouled and will shoot two. Yeah. Ooh, that's somebody that you got to keep an eye on uh, if you are Farrington as Kalani has uh, a few scorers, but none better than Shutter. So no free throws. The referees changed it to a foul on the court. Shutter says, I don't care. I'm going to go to the corner and shoot a three and bury it. Just like that, Kalani up 5 nothing early on in this game. Three is better than two anyway. Farrington, pardon me, breaks the press, and on the hurry, they throw it out of bounds. That was off the hand of Rodriguez. However, it's tipped away by the Falcons, so Governors keep the ball. Great job by Josh Shutter to get back there, tip that one away. It's so nice when one of your best players does something like that, the hustle on defense to get back. Speaking of best players, Mose Smith on the inbounds pass can't handle the layup. His shot is no good. The other way goes Shutter for Kalani. His shot is no good, and Shutter almost steals the pass from Farrington in transition. No luck, though, as Gallardo with it pulls it out, wearing his pink shoes, passes to fellow pink shoe-wearing Blaze Ped. Nothing going there. Kalani playing solid defense. Nice zone shift. You can see the, the white jerseys moving a wave. Always nice to see that. And it leads to a turnover as the inbound pass went to Gallardo. Shuffled his feet just a bit. It'll be Kalani ball yet again, up 5-0. And I mentioned it before, Kalani just not overextending the defense, and it's been a nightmare first uh, three minutes for Farrington. And look at this, a, a hockey game breaking out as we're going to have essentially a line change. Farrington bringing in five subs at a time. I think it's safe to say that Coach Steven Leopoldo is not happy with the way his starters are playing. Absolutely. Uh, frustrated with the way that his starters have played. Full time out here from Farrington. That means he needs all the time to chit-chat. We'll keep it here on the court, and we'll use this timeout to remind you that in addition to our D1 championship game coming up right after this contest, stay tuned to our station both on the radio and online as this Saturday for the first time ever, the Motivate Foundation Girls Soccer State Championships, brought to you by the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, of course, will be on our airwaves. Alan Mia and Kule Agbayani will have the action live here on 95.1 FM and AM 760, and of course, hawaiisportsradio.com. We're proud to be the first to ever broadcast local high school soccer on the radio, so be sure to tune in for that. Pretty cool stuff, and uh, only stuff you can get right here on HSRN. Allen and Kuwale will be kicking it in YPO Saturday night. They're probably pretty excited about that. Almost as uh, excited as I was about hearing that pun from you. Back to live action following the Farrington timeout. Farrington with all five subs coming in now. All the starters on the bench. Some of the new players include Tama Tisaloa Perez. Also, Mike Bucott for Farrington, John Ebay, Chanson Smith, and Kalani doing their best to find the subs. They go right at him, and there's an easy jumper in the paint by Kai Bogle-Dupree. And just like that, 7-0 is the Kalani lead. Ball gets thrown away on the ensuing possession, and it's Kalani ball once again. It's Everything coming up, Falcons here in the first quarter, at least through the first four minutes of play. And Coach, uh, Coach of Farrington, Stephen Leopoldo, is continuing to let his starters hear it after taking them out of this one. A quick three-pointer taken by Kalani. That's off the hand of Shutter. No good. Good job rebounding there by Makana Alcon, the senior guard 
almost throws it out of bounds, and he does. So Farrington needs to get a handle on things quick because the run-and-gun style of Kalani is really frustrating them on the offensive end, and then Farrington is just making mistake after mistake when they get the ball. Yeah, the Kalani press doing a nice job speeding up the Governors, and then uh, when they get into the half court, as here's a steal by Farrington. Yeah, nice job there, a nice steal leading to an easy basket. It's an up and under layup by Chanson Smith. That'll give Farrington its first points of the game. 7-2 is the Kalani lead, and he'll be shooting one when we come back. We have a media timeout. We'll take a break as well. This is the OIA Boys Basketball D2 Championship game on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Here's the dream. Keep doing what you love. What drives you? What's your passion? Whether you're catching waves, climbing mountains, or playing with the grandkids, the choices you make now can help you keep living your life your way. At Hawaii Pacific Health, we're here to help you live healthier with preventive care and a personalized approach. Learn more at hawaiipacifichealth.org slash healthier life. OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by the Waikiki Beach Walk Hotel. Back here live at Radford High School, it's Kalani leading Farrington 7-2, but Farrington following the made basket, their first made basket of the evening. They're going to go to the line to shoot one free throw, trying to cut this deficit from 5-4. to four. And just as I was saying, this uh, Kalani press giving Farrington a ton of issues, the Farrington press doing the same to Kalani. Uh, the only thing is to set up your press, you need the ball to be uh, taken out of bounds. A lot of times that's because of a made shot. This was just their first made shot here in the first. Ooh, we have a noisemaker. We'll probably get warned about that. Somebody in the crowd not playing fair, but that leads to a missed free throw. So it'll be rebounded by Kalani. Still 7-2, the Falcons lead. Nice entry pass there by Luke Sino. He gets it back, takes a post shot, no good. Rebounded by the, the junior guard, Jonah Viernes, and he kicks it out for a reset. A long NBA level three by Shutter, and that one is right on target. 10-2 now, the Kalani lead. His second triple of the night, he's up to six, the leading scorer for the Falcons. So back for Farrington the other way comes John Ebay. The entire five players Farrington lineup now about to check in after quite a tongue lashing on the bench. We'll see what Farrington does here. They steal it. They pardon me. They turn it over again. A steal by Kalani. Quickly the other way. Shutter with it. Tries to dribble drive. Knocks out of bounds though. And that'll give Farrington an opportunity to bring in their maroon wave of starters. Yeah. And uh, Coach Leopoldo finally feeling uh, good enough to put his starters back in. He has to be thrilled with what the bench just gave him there on short notice. Uh, a lot of times when coaches do the full five-man switch to start a game, it's not pretty. Oh, and right on cue, a Farrington steal. A nice job there. Two-on-one opportunity following the blazed head steal. And that ball is going to be knocked out of bounds. At least Farrington will keep it, but a good job hustling by Kalani on defense. Yeah, a great job hustling back by Kalani, but Farrington uh, looks like that talking to, we'll call it, from Coach Leopoldo uh, did wonders. It's just more energy from the Governors. Nice entry pass for a layup opportunity. Gallardo misses it, though. Good defense by Kalani. Quickly the other way goes the Falcons. Shutter fakes a three. Now takes a three from the top of the key. No good. Rebounded there by Mose Smith. 
Ball kicked out to the point guard, Everest Rodriguez, dribbling with his right hand. Over to his backcourt partner in crime, Angel Blaze Ped. Down low to Mosey Smith. Too hard, though. Too hot to handle, and it goes out of bounds. Kalani's way. Uh, I like the idea, though. An excellent job posting up by Mose Smith. And the pass just a little bit out of his reach. Uh, otherwise, it's a wide-open layup with no defender in between him and the basket. Those are the kind of looks that Farrington needs to be looking for here as this one goes on. Just under 2.30 to go in this opening quarter. Kalani still leading 10-2 over Farrington. Kalani continuing to attack on offense. Their junior-laden lineup. In goes Kohata, who just checked in for the Falcons. Kicks it up top to Jonah Viernes. Fakes a three. Dribbling around the arc now. Hands it off the shutter near the timeline. Calls for a screen and gets it. Taken on two Farrington defenders. Almost throws it away, but it's corralled by Joaquin Manligad. His layup is no good. And on the rebound attempt offensively by Bogle Dupuis. Tipped out of bounds. Farrington ball. Farrington doing a great job defensively, sliding their feet, playing without fouling. Uh, good job by Kalani driving to the rim, just can't get a good enough look, and Farrington gets the ball. So we're under two minutes to go. Kalani still leading by eight, but Farrington pressing the issue. Almost a travel there. Nice job saving the ball by Jacob Lorenzo. Kicks it out to Blaze Ped. Taking the shot, Everest Rodriguez hangs onto it in the corner. Trapped nicely by Kalani's defense, and it leads to a steal. A one-on-two opportunity, a Euro step taken by Viernes, and before his shot, I believe it's going to be a foul. I believe you're correct there. The official calling the shot off on the ground, in my opinion, the correct call because the uh, contact started just before the Euro step. Uh, a good try by uh, Kalani to try and sell the call. And for all the basketball fans out there, if that was in the NBA, there'd be the continuation rule, and that shot would have counted, but not here at Radford tonight. So it'll still be Kalani ball, 10-2, 1.34 to go in the opening frame. And another quick foul on Farrington. That's now their third team foul here in the opening quarter. Yeah, and that one on Jacob Lorenzo, his second foul here in the first quarter, the starting point guard for the Governors, uh, someone who's a calming presence a lot of time for Farrington. Coach Leopoldo chooses to leave him in. And Coach Leopoldo not a calming presence right now, giving the referee a piece of his mind. That's Ryan Murakami getting an earful from Leopoldo. And a shot taken and made the left-handed runner by Manligat, a nice job finding an opening and putting Kalani up now 12-2 with a minute 15 to go here in the opening frame. Falcons doing a fantastic job finishing around the rim in the first quarter. And after two steps taken, no travel will result in a jump ball and the arrow points the way of Kalani. So everything going right for the Falcons so far. A 12-2 lead and the ball with a minute 12 left to go in this opening quarter. If there's one thing about me, Kyle, I'm going to look for the positives. With that jump ball, at least for Farrington, as things stand now, they get the ball to start the second quarter. That's a good way to look at it. They missed the offensive opportunity, but to your point, if they can play good defense here with no shot clock, maybe they'll maintain that deficit at 10. And right on cue, another Farrington foul. And the governors are starting to get frustrated as this time Angel Blaze Ped with it. He wasn't happy with that call. And that's going to be his second foul as well. So now the starting backcourt for the governors each with a pair of fouls in the opening quarter, still a minute six remaining. So Farrington brings it in, just about a minute to go in this opening frame. Kalani still leading 12 to two. 
Oh, and an offensive foul. A nice call there. Peyton Aquino made no effort to stop his body, and he just ran over Lorenzo. Good job by the senior guard of absorbing the contact, making sure the referee saw it, and getting the ball back for the Falcons. Absolutely. Great job standing his ground, and that's what you got to do a lot of times to get, uh, draw an offensive foul. Kalani playing a trap defense and almost gets a steal. The ball squirts out of bounds, though. Oh, and it goes off of Farrington. Wow. And after the referee's conference, the right call is made. That was Caesar Pudiquet telling Brian Yamasaki, I had a good view, my friend. We're going to go the way of the governors. And that's why you have three officials on the uh, game. So that way calls in the championship game are right. And Mose Smith on the entry pass kicks it out to a wide open Chanson Smith. Chanson takes a chance from three and drains it, bringing Farrington to within seven points, 12 to five. And Smith with all five points here in the first quarter for the Governors. And Kalani throws it away again, so another turnover gives Farrington an opportunity down seven, 31 seconds to go here in the opening quarter. Farrington fans starting to get into it here in the first quarter, and I'll tell you as a former player, when your fans get into it and you're down, that's kind of that energy boost that you really need. And uh, it's a good thing for the governors to have, especially here early on down seven. So down into Mose Smith, the entry pass is thrown away. Kalani streaking the other way. Kohata with it, up with the right hand. The layup is good and the foul. He'll shoot one after putting Kalani up by nine. And I think they're going to get Jacob Lorenzo again. And that's number three on the starting point guard for the Farrington Governors. Coach Leopoldo still looks like he has no desire to take his guard out. So up by nine. 15 seconds to go in the quarter. The free throw is up. Off the front rim, though, no good. Farrington still has a chance to chip away. And a timeout called by Leopoldo, a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here. And Paul, an interesting timeout there. Kind of, it shows you how crucial this point in the game is where with only 11 seconds to go, Coach Leopoldo uses his second timeout. The veteran man at the helm for the Farrington Governors, he's seen a lot of basketball, and he knows that here in championship games, you can't just let possessions go. And uh, this one, obviously, means something to him, letting his team know, drawing something up on the board. Just about 12 seconds remaining here in the quarter. Uh, down by nine, you could... Cut it down to seven, maybe even six points. And like I said before, with that jump ball, you get the ball coming out of the quarter break. So it's kind of like in football where you have the score and the score. You could have that opportunity here if you're the governors with a basket. And Farrington, my little sneak peek at their dry erase board. I think they're going to shoot a three here. They're going to isolate shooters up top and in the corner. And dribbling in goes Tisalona Perez. And they actually go down to Mose Smith. He's going to take the layup up and out, though. No good. Gets the rebound up and good on the follow-up. And they're going to count the basket. So a great job by the post player. Tries at first. No good. Tries again. Connects on that one. And that will end the quarter. Kalani leading 14-7. to Big-time bucket there right at the end. Like I mentioned, you get a chance to score going out of the quarter and a chance to score coming in. Nice job by the big fella knowing exactly how much time he had to get that one up. So Kalani leading by seven, end of one. We'll be back with second quarter action. This is the OA Boys Basketball D2 Championship game on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 
Retreat to the heart of Waikiki at the Waikiki Malia by Outrigger. Enhanced amenities like smart TVs, high-speed internet, and more make it the perfect place to start and end your day of exciting sights, activities, and adventures. Plus, enjoy Rivals Sports Lounge, Slice of Waikiki Pizza, and IHOP on property. With numerous shopping options and easy access to the sandy shores of Waikiki Beach, the Waikiki Malia by Outrigger is truly a home base for your stay in paradise. You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Central Pacific Bank. Welcome back to the OIA Boys D2 Championship game. Before we get you to second quarter action, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to the OIA Boys Basketball Championship game on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Home of the Los Angeles Clippers, KGUAM K236CR is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on AM 760, 95.1 FM. Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht here with you live. Farrington trailing 14-7, but came back from a 10-2 deficit. And to start the quarter, a errant three-pointer attempted by Chanson Smith. Quickly the other way goes Kalani, a missed shot by Viernes, rebounded by Bogle Dupuis. He'll be fouled and will shoot two. And that foul is going to go on number 23, Chanson Smith, who uh, had himself a heck of a first quarter there, scoring five of the seven points for the Governors. Uh, it seems as if uh, your last name is Smith. You're bound to have a good game tonight for the Governors as Mose Smith had the other two in the opening period. And that free throw way off the mark, off the hand of Bogle Dupuis. He kind of rubs his hand a bit, maybe a little too much perspiration there. The old basketball player trick. Oh, I missed that shot pretty bad. It could not have been me, Kyle. It had to be, I don't know, something else. And he actually gets the referee to wipe the ball for him. Uh, so. Of course, of course. Nice uh, job there. But we'll see if that helps Bogle Dupuis. This one Dupuis. cash. Second free throw, no good, so it didn't help him there. No free throws made on that trip, so back it goes to Farrington. Up, pardon me, down by seven, looking to chip into this deficit. Dribbling it methodically is Tisolona Perez, and his pass is almost stolen away, so a tight defense employed by Kalani so far tonight. And I don't like that pass right there if you're Farrington. Kalani, a long defensive unit, gets a, as a, they tip another ball out of bounds. Exactly what I was going to say. They get a lot of tips on passes around, makes it difficult to catch anything cleanly. And you've seen that as Farrington has struggled offensively so far. And that was Shutter who went after that pass and tipped it out of bounds. Subbing in for Farrington is Makana Alcon. He's going to bring out Kamatisolona Perez. So inbounding it for Farrington is Alcon and throws it away. So Kalani again getting another turnover from Farrington. That is now 10 turnovers by the Governors so far early on in this one. And a shot taken by Shutter, no good, but he's going to be fouled on the reach by Chanson Smith and more free throws coming for the Falcons. And that's a lesson that every coach teaches his players is never foul a jump shooter, especially one just as good as Joshua Shutter. Uh, he's somebody who knocks it down at a 79.5% clip. I'll give him at 80% on the season. Uh, it's pretty good from the line. And right on cue, Shutter misses that first free throw. So the lead remains 14-7. Seven away to go here in this first half. Kind of the way we saw it unfolding, although 
as tight as Farrington's defense has been, surprisingly, Kalani's has been even better holding Farrington to just seven points. Yeah, that's uh, that's something. You'd sign up to hold a team to just 14 points through nine minutes of play. Uh, you just need something else from your offense. Shutter makes the second free throw, so the lead swells to 15-7. And Farrington dribbles it out of bounds, but it's poked away by Kalani, so the Govs will keep it. That was our first made free throw of the game, by the way. On either side. <laughs> Bringing it in will be Makana Alcon dribbling up top. Everest Rodriguez. Rodriguez looking for somewhere to go. Again, Kalani's zone defense keeping Farrington away from Mose Smith inside. So exactly what Farrington wants to do, they can't do right now because of the Falcon defense. Hitting the nail right on the head, forcing them to stay outside on the perimeter. And that forces a long shot, this off the hand of Rodriguez. He tries to rebound it, but throws it right to a Kalani player. Streaking the other way, shutter in the corner. That ball up and no good. Rebounded offensively, though, by Bogle Dupuis. He goes up with the layup and good. And just like that, Kalani ahead 17-7 early in the second quarter. Our first field goal of the second quarter, almost two full minutes through, and the ball goes off of Alcon, out of bounds. Another turnover now by the Governors. Yeah, so things unraveling quickly for the Governors. Kalani, everything going right as far as they're concerned, except for a couple of missed free throws. That's the only glaring error to Kalani's game so far tonight. And while you'll probably up for that if you are the Falcons coaching staff. It's something that you hope isn't a trend as this game continues. So bringing it in to Kalani, it goes to Lamb. Lamb hands off to the recently checked in Dylan Kobayashi. Passes back to Lamb up top, right by the Radford Ram logo near center court. I think Kalani realizing they can take some time off the clock here, up by 10, just under the six minute mark in the second quarter kicked out to a streaking Luke Seno. He almost goes out of bounds and actually throws it to Farrington. It goes to Lorenzo. He hands it off to a streaking teammate. That's Rodriguez who goes up with the right hand. No good on the layup, but he'll be fouled and will shoot two. And this is an important and interesting decision here by coach Farring or, uh, by the coach of Farrington, Stephen Leopoldo, to put his senior guard back in the game with three fouls. Uh, Lorenzo comes in, a smart player oftentimes, someone who you don't really expect to pick up fouls quickly. And uh, he, once again, we talked in the first quarter about pivotal points in the game. Leopoldo feels this is a pivotal point, had to put back in his uh, senior uh, embodiment of coaching on the floor. So shooting two will be Everest Rodriguez, the sophomore point guard, standing at five foot eight. Takes his time, wipes his right hand, now puts the first shot up and good. 17-8 now the Kalani lead. 5.49 to go here in the second quarter. Talked about it a bit in the pregame. Rodriguez and Gallardo, a dynamic duo. That's the first point between them uh, thus far uh, tonight. Second free throws up and good. So a successful offensive possession for Farrington. As a near steal by the Govs, and it actually is a steal on the second opportunity by Mose Smith, kicking it back to his guards. Now a long jumper taken by Rodriguez, no good. He almost rebounds it. No success there, though, as it's going to go Kalani's way. Dylan Kobayashi sprinting the other way between five defenders. Goes up with the shot and no good, though. A nice job by the Governors of getting back on defense, causing pressure for the sophomore. And on the other end of it, that shows his youth. 
you got to pull that ball out, especially uh, with that lead there. You don't need to force up a, a bad shot on a two-on-five. A bunny hop in the lane by Gallardo. Instead, kicks it out to a wide-open Lorenzo for three. No good. Rebounded nicely by Kobayashi. And Kalani streaking the other way up by eight. Five minutes to play here in the second quarter. Almost stolen away by Farrington. No good, though. And it'll stay with Kalani. Another three-pointer taken by Kobayashi this time. No good off the back iron. Rebounded by Mose Smith. And Mose Smith needs to make himself a more known presence right now. Against this zone, I like this by Coach uh, Leopoldo and Farrington. Make him come up just a little bit. Make his hands available for all these guards. Speaking of the guards, it's a three-guard lineup with Everest Rodriguez controlling it now. Over to Blaze Ped. Back into the corner to Lorenzo, driving the baseline up and under, no good. Rebounded by Mosley Smith, no good on the tip-in. And then a loose ball foul. I believe this is going to go against Kalani on the reach-in. Yeah, and, and I think they're going to get Carson Lamb on it, which a tough one as Lamb just trying to hustle after the loose ball and ends up kind of rolling over into the Farrington player, picks up his second foul of the night. So Farrington again down by eight. They've been very streaky on offense. I think that is the best way to say it. They've had a lot of opportunities, but Kalani's stingy zone defense has caused a lot of trouble. And fortunately now for Farrington with Kalani with 17 fouls, they're going to be in the bonus. Yeah, kind of a no-fly oh. zone. Oh. My, my bad. I read that scoreboard wrong. It's actually going to be baseline out of bounds. The Farrington player was standing there like he was going to shoot, but he's basically looking for the entry pass. So the other way around, Farrington with 17 fouls, Kalani with just four. In it goes to Mose Smith, tipped away, controlled now by Rodriguez, up and under, no good, and tipped out of bounds. It'll be Governor's ball yet again. And there's just not great spacing right now from Farrington. Everything feels like there's a Kalani defender within arm's reach at all times, able to defend not one, but maybe even two Governor's players at a time. And a long shot taken on the line by Blaze Ped, no good. Rebounded by Mose Smith, and a foul on the reach by Kalani. Good job there, drawing the pressure, following the second chance opportunity. And that also is the officials rewarding Mose Smith for going up strong and going through the contact. We see a lot of times in the game today where players will kind of stop mid-play because they feel they got hit. Mose Smith there probably got fouled not once, but two or three times on the way up. No complaint, goes up and gets a pair of free throws. He misses the front end though. So this is something we've seen not only on Monday's semifinals action, but last week in the girls' OIA playoffs is free throws matter when it comes to tournament time. And so far tonight, both teams struggling from the charity stripe. Free throws matter quite a bit, especially considering how many close games have we seen. And I don't mean like, oh, five-point games. I mean a one-score, two-point, three-point game. Mose Smith makes the second. So the lead for Kalani now 17-10, halfway through the second quarter. Full-court pressure employed by Farrington. Can't get the steal, though. And down goes the ball for Kalani. Picked up on the bounce by Kohata. Dribbles baseline with the right hand. Swings it all the way to a wide-open Manligod. He misses. Shutter soars for the rebound. And he's going to be fouled. And that's going to be a one-in-one -one opportunity. Another reach-in foul, this time by Rodriguez. And so far, Farrington just a little too slow on the defensive side. Yeah, they continue to find that the Governors with their hand in the cookie jar. It's just, it's been unlucky 
uh, not smooth sailing at all, really, for the Governors. We'll have a timeout on the court, and we'll take one, too. This is the OA Boys D2 Championship game on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Meet Chaka, Hawaii's first digital bank account from Central Pacific Bank. Made for the way we work, the way we play, the way we live. Chaka is 100% online and takes the stress out of banking. Want to open an account right from your phone and start using mobile deposit or bill pay? With Shaka, it's easy. Online is way better than inline. Shaka, created for Hawaii by Central Pacific Bank. Member FDIC. Back to more of the OIA featured game of the week on HSRN 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht here with you live. The D2 championship game is in the middle of action, second quarter. Kalani up 17-10. Josh Shutter about to shoot one and one. And that's the eighth foul on Farrington that led to this free throw opportunity. And I think, Paul, Kalani's done a great job of using their finesse but also attacking down low and not being afraid to go up against the very physical Farrington team. They've gone up strong a lot of times. I was mentioning it on the other end with Mose Smith, but they've gotten to the basket too much against this Farrington defense as well. Shutter makes the first of two free throws. 18-10 now the Kalani lead. 3.45 to go in the half. Shutter waits for his opportunity. Dribbles with his left hand. Spins it, shoots lefty, up and no good. It rims out. Rebounded nicely by Gallardo. And Farrington will look to chip into this eight-point deficit. 3.40 and winding. Looking to penetrate is Farrington using their guard attack. And the ball almost stolen away twice. Fortunately for Farrington, they hang on to it. Good job there by Blaze Pett of chasing the loose ball down. Coach Steven Leopoldo calling for motion offense, trying to do something against this very stingy Kalani zone defense. Dribbling baseline up and under. A rough shot by Gallardo, no good. And no easy shots here tonight for Farrington. They've had to work for all of their 10 points. Right on the mark, great job with the verticality by Kalani. Speaking of verticality, a good shot there by Shutter off the mark though. And the rebound will go Farrington's way. Under three minutes now here in the first half. Farrington trailing by eight, 18 to 10. Dribbling up top is Everest Rodriguez. Back to Ped. Ped fakes the step to the right, now kicks it left. On the wing is Rodriguez. Back up top now to Pagurigan. Zamor Pagurigan. He fakes another three, now dribbles right. Loses the ball though, Shutter steals it. And he's gonna be finally able to pass it off to a teammate as now he's double teamed, kicks it over the line, and just before the turnover, it's gonna be a Kalani timeout. We'll keep it here. A nice job by uh, Kalani, keeping an eye on uh, the amount of time they had to get over half court, or I should say, the Kalani coaching staff, uh, as they'll get it just right next to the half court line here. 18-10 the lead for the Falcons. Uh, they continue to just benefit from the turnovers from Farrington thus far throughout the first half. They have gotten just more shot opportunities. It's not something like Farrington's getting destroyed on the boards. It's not like they're shooting the light, or not like Kalani's shooting the lights out. It really is just more opportunities for the Falcons thus far in the first half. 
because the Governors haven't been able to take care of the ball. Kalani with the ball out of the timeout. 2.18 to go here in this opening half. And bringing it in for the Falcons is Cole Hata. He's going to be face guarded at least by Zamar Pagurigan. It comes in successfully to Hata. Passing the timeline, following the backcourt pass and slipping is Hata. He's able to find a teammate though, that's Sino. Now down low it goes to Mandigold and he puts up that shot and good. The left hand is up and successful. The Falcons now ahead 20 to 10. Got a friendly roll on the rim right there as uh, Kalani's defense continues to put high pressure on Farrington. Wow, a no-look pass there to Mose Smith off the hand of Rodriguez. No good on the layup, though. That was a blown opportunity. Kalani ball quickly the other way, 140 and winding here in the first half. Dribbling baseline is Shutter up and under. He's going to be fouled by Mose Smith. And again, Josh Shutter will go to the free throw line. A good job by the six foot one guard challenging the six foot four post player. And the Falcons just continue to do a nice job getting out in transition, not letting the Farrington defense set up. And that's why a lot of times the governors are uh, spotted out of place. And then a lot of times when you're out of place on defense, you're going to make up for it by fouling, and the officials have been all over it tonight. Nine first-half fouls now on the Governors. So Shutter with two free-throw opportunities here. You mentioned nine fouls. The next one will put Kalani into the double bonus. So Farrington again racking up those fouls. First free-throw up by Shutter is nothing but net. A nice job there after he missed his first one the last trip. He made the second and now makes the first on this go-around. Checking in for Farrington is Kamatisaloa Perez. He's going to give a break to Blaze Ped, and I think that's a result of the fouls accumulated by Farrington. Coach Leopoldo doesn't want his guard, Ped, to pick up any more notches there. I think you're right on the spot with it as uh, it, he's just too important to lose uh, to foul trouble in, as they try and come back in this one. Kalani up 22-10 following the shutter free throw. A Euro step dribble drive taken by Gallardo, no good. It's going to be rebounded, and then a travel called by the veteran official Brian Yamasaki. And just like that, Kalani gets it back up by 12, looking to add with a minute 30 to go here in the first half. And Farrington wants a foul on that one, and I can understand the frustration as it looked kind of physical down there, but I really just think he lost his balance coming down, and uh, as he went up, he went up extremely high. As you know, when you go up high, you come down hard, and he came down hard there right on his back. You can hear the boo birds out on this Wednesday. Oh, a Farrington fan is actually being restrained in the corner. I think he was chirping a bit at the referees, not happy there. Good job by the security staff here on hand at Radford. And Farrington, with the emotion behind them, gets a steal, and then a foul the other way by Kalani. So Manly God reaching in following the turnover. And let's circle this play, Paul, because if Farrington can get back here, get some points, and get this 12-point deficit down to 12 or less, they're going to have some great momentum going into the second half. And that's the thing. If you're Farrington, you're just looking for points of any kind because your defense hasn't been all that bad here in the first half, 22 points through almost 16 minutes of play. You'll probably take that almost every time if you're Coach Leopoldo. So Farrington poking and prodding, now taking a three. Probably an ill-advised shot by Rodriguez with more than a minute left on the game clock and no shot clock, as we mentioned. And not only do they miss the shot, but the ball ricochets out of bounds. Fortunately for the Governors, they'll keep it. 
Yeah, just unable to corral the ball was Luke Sino uh, underneath. He thought he had it, and it just continued to roll out further and further. So up top on the inbounds pass goes Farrington. Pagurigan is going to be fouled, though, and that'll be one and one for Farrington. So here's that opportunity I mentioned. Down by 12, if they can get at least one, hopefully two free throws here, Governors will knock the deficit down from 12. In, and then they can keep chipping away from there. Yeah, free throw is going to be important in this one, uh, especially for Farrington, uh, though they have struggled from the line this season. Right on cue, Pagurigan misses the front end of the one-on-one, so under a minute now, Kalani up by 12. They could theoretically hold and look to add, but Shutter wasting no time, taking a long two, no good, rebounded by Mose Smith, kicks it up to a sprinting guard. That is going to be Rodriguez with it. We'll see if Farrington tries to rush it. They're not slowing down. They take another shot. That one no good by Rodriguez. Rebounded by Shutter. 35 seconds and winding. A nice entry pass to Hata. And Hata with the right-handed layup moves Kalani now to within, or pardon me, to its largest lead, 24-10. And then on the inbounds pass, a steal by Hata. And Kalani's going to slow it down for the last shot, looking to add to this sizable advantage. And the junior guard doing a really nice job. Finishes high off the glass in transition and great defense hustling back and knocking the ball away from the blind spot. Under eight seconds now, Hata with a nice pass down low to a streaking Bogle Dupuis. And it's tipped out of bounds by Farrington though, so Kalani keeps it. 5.8 seconds left to go in the half. Good job there by uh, Ernest Rodriguez to reach in there, knock that one away from Bogle Dupuis without fouling. Bringing it in is Hato, finds a wide open teammate down low. That is Manligad, he misses, but will be fouled. So two big free throws coming up here for Kalani. And they're gonna get number 34. That's Mose Smith's second foul here in the first half. Not as bad as picking up three, but still something to keep an eye on, especially considering how physical it is down low and how physical the big man likes to play. Coach Steven Leopoldo not happy with the officiating at all, giving another earful to Ryan Murakami as Joaquin Manligar makes that first free throw, putting Kalani up by 15. I think his frustration is fair as well. I think his argument is there's contact on both ends down low. If those calls are being called, his guys have to get them too. Second shot in, Kalani up by 16. Farrington looking for a last-second opportunity. A three-pointer taken way off the mark, though, by Gallardo. And that's going to end the half with Kalani dominating 26-10, to 10, using a strong offensive attack and an even better defense to hold Farrington to just 10 points in two quarters. A, a phenomenal first half by Kalani here, looking very strong on their way to a, a, a potential OIA Division II title. Uh, if you're Farrington going into halftime, you still, the big, big, big message is we got to stop turning the ball over, guys. We'll be back with analysis and stats. Again, Kalani leading at the half in this OIA D2 championship game over Farrington, 26-10. This is OIA Boys Basketball on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Aloha, beautiful people. Wake up in the den with me, Kule Agbayani. Weekday mornings at 8, right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Or listen on demand at hawaiisportsradio.com. OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by the Waikiki Beach Walk Hotel. Welcome back to Radford High School. It's halftime. Kalani leading Farrington 26-10. to 
in the OAD2 championship game. And, Paul, I think it's pretty clear when you look at the stats, not only is Kalani doing a great job on offense, 26 points, but holding Farrington to 0 from 11 shooting in the second quarter, 3 for 19 from the field overall in this game. And if Farrington is going to come back, they're going to have to start finding some kind of efficiency in the paint. Yeah, you can't go an entire quarter without a field goal, especially in a championship game, and expect to win. Uh, a lot of times it's a death sentence, and luckily for Farrington it hasn't been here in the first half because their defense has been pretty good thus far despite offense not really giving them a whole lot and a whole bunch of turnovers for them as well. Uh, they're down just 16 here at halftime, and we've seen obviously large comebacks. Uh, and at the pace that Kalani has forced this game to be played at, we can see points put up in a hurry, especially if turnovers start to go the other way for the Governors. You mentioned 13 turnovers for Farrington. Kalani with eight so to your point, if they can flip the script that is Farrington, they still have a chance to get back in this game. And if Farrington is going to do that, they're going to have to limit Josh Shutter. He leads the game with 10 points, and teammate Kai Bogo-Dupuy has added 4 and 7 rebounds. And on the governor's side, Dominique Mosey-Smith, a, a player we circled, has been great in the post on defense. 7 rebounds and 2 blocks, but only 3 points. Yeah, it's... Uh it's been a good showing for Josh Shutter so far for the Kalani Falcons. Uh, he's got 10 points, which matches what the Farrington Governors have at halftime. You'll take that if you are the Falcons. Uh, and then on the other side from the Governors, you're not really getting a whole lot of points from your lead scorers, the guys who you've been able to count on throughout the entire season. I'm talking about Everest Rodriguez, talking about Gerald Gallardo. I'm talking about... Uh, anyone really, Mose Smith as well, but between those three alone, uh, you score three, point, three points from Mose Smith in that first uh, half, and then two points from Rodriguez, five total from your three top scorers isn't going to do it. As we get you through halftime here, we want to remind you to stay tuned after this game because as we see with the players warming up, it'll be Mililani versus Campbell for the D1 championship in the OIA for our nightcap of basketball here on Hawaii Sports Radio Network and stay tuned we'll be back with more halftime analysis right now Kalani leads Farrington 26 to 10 this is OIA basketball OIA boys basketball the D2 championship game on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network welcome back to Radford High School a few minutes to go before the second half and Paul you mentioned some of the keys to Farrington getting back in this what do you think you know put your coach hat on for me Coming out of the gate, what do they need to do to start chipping into the 16-point lead? Because as we've seen, with no shot clock, there needs to be a sense of urgency. Otherwise, Kalani can just start taking the air out of the ball. Well, obviously, first things first, uh, possessions are important. Right now, five more shots for the Falcons thus far through the game, and that's because they've forced five extra turnovers from Farrington. So taking care of the ball is a great way to start. Second, you got to make free throws. To make free throws, you got to take free throws. So you got to attack the rim. You got to get the ball inside. I'd like to see Mose Smith really get the get more touches down low where we've seen him go up strong and uh, we know he can finish through contact as well. And then lastly, for Farrington, you need one, at least one of your guards to start to get going. You have three guys, maybe even four guys, who you know can start to put up points. Any of them have to here in that second half. And when we come back, we'll have second half action for you. This is the OIA Boys D2 Championship game on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network.
Retreat to the heart of Waikiki at the Waikiki Malia by Outrigger. Enhanced amenities like smart TVs, high-speed internet, and more make it the perfect place to start and end your day of exciting sights, activities, and adventures. Plus, enjoy Rivals Sports Lounge, slice of Waikiki pizza, and IHOP on property. With numerous shopping options and easy access to the sandy shores of Waikiki Beach, the Waikiki Malia by Outrigger is truly a home base for your stay in paradise. Back here live courtside, Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht with you. Second half about to get underway. Bringing it in will be Kalani. The Falcons will now be going from right to left on your radio and digital device. Falcons wearing their all-white uniforms and red trim, guarded by the governors in their signature maroon jerseys and white trim. Kalani with it, following the inbounds pass. Down it goes to Viernes. He kicks it out to Josh Shutter. Not hot to start the second half, though, as he misses that jumper. Farrington rebounds it. And that's exactly the start you're looking for if you're the governors. You want a stop. Now look for a score here on the opposite end. Farrington tries to work the offense, but again, Kalani's zone defense, very stingy so far. 26-10 the score, and a three-pointer taken by Farrington, and that one is good. So a great job there by Gerald Gallardo, the 5'10 senior, draining the three from the corner and cutting the deficit to 26-13. And that's exactly what you need from Farrington as they force a turnover on the ensuing possession. Coming out of the locker room, the governor's looking hot. I have a feeling Coach Leopoldo might have stripped some paint off those locker room walls with some of his halftime words of wisdom, shall we say, and it's worked so far as Farrington's out to a 3-0 run here in the second half. One minute gone in the third quarter. Into the wing it goes on a nice pass. That one's collected by Chanson Smith. He takes the three and makes it, and just like that, the Kalani lead is down to 10. And Smith up to eight points now off the bench for the Governors. A great job in a big-time game. Wow, Shutter with a nice stop and pop, but he misses down low. And just like that, Farrington looked to get this under double digits. A nice crossover dribble. Oh, not, I thought it might have been a foul there. there. Not called against Everest Rodriguez. Quickly the other way goes Kalani. And up against Mose Smith, the travel by Viernes. So the big man down low, Mose Smith, six foot four, the senior stands, and he causes problems for Kalani's offense. And you're right, all he has to do, just stand there. He's big enough where it's going to impact the shot no matter what, and there, not even a shot gotten off by the Kalani Falcons. Oh, a nice tip away there by the stingy Kalani defense. Carson Lamb almost stealing it from Mose Smith, but it goes out of bounds. It'll remain Farrington ball. And as we're sitting here talking about this Farrington defense to start the second half, the Falcons say, whoa, 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 not so fast. We can still play some on this side too. So a 6-0 run by Farrington to start that second half. They now trail Kalani 26-16, 6-15 to go here in the third. Dribbling with it is Blaze Ped, fakes the handoff to Chanson Smith. Now kicks it into the corner, but a good job by Kalani's zone defense of collapsing. Now Ped with it up top, kicks it into the corner on the spin move up and under the washing machine action. No good on the shot. However, that'll send to the free throw line Gerald Gallardo. So good job there, forcing the action and two free throws upcoming for Farrington. And uh, Bogle Tupui confused after getting the call on him thinking he went straight up with he did a pretty nice job going straight up, but the, as the official showed, 
He just reaches his arms a little bit over instead of that verticality going straight up. Uh, kind of looks like a house instead, you know, with that roof. Can't do that. That's an easy call for the official in two shots now for Farrington. So the first free throw is up and good by Gallardo. So instead of the uh, Commodore's brick house, he was a little, a little more flimsy there. <laughs> 5.59 to go here in the third. Farrington now down to just eight points behind. They've now cut the halftime deficit in half in just about two minutes. And that's exactly the start they needed as another steal here on the transition break. Great job there by Ped of getting his hand in the cookie jar and not getting caught. And then an offensive foul that sends Coach Leopoldo running down the line, throwing his sweat towel in frustration. And that'll be yet another foul on Farrington, this one against the big man, Mose Smith. Number three on Mose Smith, and I got to imagine that's part of the reaction from Coach Leopoldo as his big fella has been playing outstanding thus far in the second half. You need him out there, and uh, now you worry a little bit about him staying there and playing as physical as you might want. So the referee's cleaning up some perspiration, and right on cue, Leopoldo takes his big man out, basically tells his player, I know that wasn't your foul, but you got to play the game. So he takes him out, gives him a breather. Kalani Ball coming the other way, trying to break the press. A good job there. Almost a steal. It is a steal. That one's going to go by Rodriguez. He gets a pass, puts it up with the left hand, and that cuts the lead to 26-20. Immediately a timeout by Kalani. The Falcons lead now, and we'll keep it here by just six. They had led by 16 just two and a half minutes ago. 10-0 run to start the half. Exactly the start that Farrington's looking for. And uh, right, the th keys that we were talking about, you got to capitalize on defense. You got to capitalize the stops. It's everything that you need so far in the second half. Uh, governors can't stop now. Don't let this timeout stop your momentum. And things are absolutely bananas here at Radford as one of the Farrington fans has come out onto the court not on the sideline, on the court, and is leading the cheer with the Farrington fans. And I think it's safe to say that's one of the things you can't do is walk onto the court as a fan. Yeah, uh, they are certainly making a spectacle of themselves, uh, has now been asked to leave the court, walking slowly off as Kalani enters the court once again. So after that, we'll call it a timeout performance by the Farrington contingent. The security finally tells him, hey, can't do that. So order is restored, and we're about to get things back. But Kalani now trailing, or pardon me, leading by, I put it in air quotes, just six, because two and a half minutes ago, they were up by 16. Well, we mentioned how quickly leads can change in this game, especially at the pace of which Kalani wants to play. But Farrington kind of giving them a taste of their own medicine, showing the press here, forcing turnovers, and all of a sudden, easy shots for the Governors have allowed them to double what they scored in the first half. And Coach Leopoldo had said he wanted to pressure and trap on D. That's working to perfection here as we're under 5.30 to go in the third. Kalani up by six, looking to add to that. A nice pass down low and a nice runner by Kohata with the right hand up and good, giving Kalani now an eight-point lead, 28-20. First second-half bucket for Kalani, and boy, did the Falcons need that one. A near foul by Hata, not called, though. Farrington asking... Why not call that one if you're going to call our guys? But play goes on. 
into the wing it goes. A nice pass there collected by Chanson Smith. No good on the three though, and rebounded by Carson Lamb for Kalani. Passes it up quickly. A nice runner there. Another job, another nice job by Hata. And following his miss, it'll go out and it'll be Kalani's ball. Yeah, I thought Kalani had knocked that ball out of bounds uh, instead of ball being called out on Luke Sino. It's called out on Farrington. Baseline out of bounds now for the Falcons. And it's extremely hot here in the Radford Jim Allegra gym. 87 degrees, according to our in house thermometer. Is that all? Shutter with it. He's trying to remain hot shooting for Kalani. 10 points so far for him. Kalani up here, 28-10, 4.30 to go in the third quarter. Shutter with a shot, no good, left it short. It's going to be collected by Farrington. A near foul, not called again. That was Rodriguez, who is hit on the arm by Shutter. No call. Ball out of bounds, though, to the Governors. Farrington lucky there on that last defensive possession. Had two defenders both go away from the ball in Josh Shutter, and Shutter had a wide open pull up jumper in the paint, just couldn't get it to go. So Farrington with it halfway through this third quarter, down by just eight now. Looking for an open three. They find it on the wing, and it's going to be up and no good off the back iron. That was Chanson Smith taking a chance again from three. Quickly ahead goes Kalani. A nice job, and the shot just rims out by John Chance. Another chance taken there. No good, but he will be fouled, and he's going to shoot two. A nice hard take there by Chance. He uh, goes up strong, and once again, big man rewarded for going up strong in the paint. And He'll get two shots now as he tries to get into the scorebook for the first time. Chance and Chance makes the first free throw there and puts Kalani up by nine. So as we've seen this seesaw teeter-totter battle here in the second half, Farrington went on a 10-0 lead, and now Kalani looking to make it a 4-0 lead if Chance can make the second free throw. Shot is up and no good off the back iron. Rebounded. Nice snatching it out of the air by Everest Rodriguez. And it'll be Gov's ball down nine. That's something else that's super important while you're trying to come back here for the Governors. You have to stop or have to complete defensive possessions with the rebound. Quick three-pointer taken in the corner. No good off the hand of Gallardo. Quickly the other way is Shutter Euro step, and he's gonna be called for the travel. One too many hops there in the paint, and it'll be Farrington ball. Yeah. We're going to take a quick timeout. It'll be a media timeout, and we'll be right back. Kalani up 29-20 over Farrington in this OIA Boys D2 Championship game here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by the Waikiki Beach Walk Hotel. Back here following the media timeout, Kalani with a 29-20 lead over Farrington. It's a good opportunity to remind you that OIA Sports on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network is made possible in part by the new Waikiki Beachwalk Hotel, Oahu's best value located near Kalakaua Avenue on Beachwalk. As this one uh, continues to wind down, uh, I say wind down, we're still just halfway through the third quarter here. Farrington's done a nice job taking care of the ball here in the third quarter and forcing turnovers. Kalani now has an opportunity to kind of erase that progress that the Governors have made. The Governors can continue to come back here. It's a big, or big chance right here in this one. So Farrington with it, beating the press, passing the timeline. Dribbling with it up top is Everest Rodriguez. Over to Ped, now back to Rodriguez, a two-man game so far. Ped dribbles in. 
kicks it to the corner after a few dribbles. A shot way off the mark by Gallardo. However, the trash is picked up. I believe that was Enrico Dacanai Jr., the senior, up and good with the layup. And now the lead for Kalani, 29-22. Yeah, Dacanai Jr. in the right place at the right time. Uh, such a bad miss that it was kind of good for Farrington. Under three minutes, Kalani with the ball in the third quarter. A missed layup collected off the rebound by Joaquin Manligod. And that layup is good, pushing the Kalani lead back to nine. Farrington, a good job of breaking the press yet again. In on the drive is Gerald Gallardo again. And this time, is it going to be a blocking foul? I think they got him on a charge, and uh, oh, Coach my. Leopoldo cannot believe it once again. Uh, tough call, tough break for the Farrington Governors. Wow, and nothing going the way of Farrington tonight as far as calls go. And that's going to be... Kalani ball, pardon me, out of bounds. Those are the toughest calls in basketball a lot of times, and I feel for officials truly in them in those situations. You have two guys, one person putting their body on the line, the other one driving hard to the rim. Both of them have uh, a right to the call, and only one of them can get it. And a nice stall tactic there. That was Cole Hata basically taking a minute to tie his shoelace, knowing that he's trying to get a break for his team. A savvy move there by the junior guard. Now Farrington with the press. Kalani up by nine, 31-22, 2.30 to go here in the third quarter. A shot up and no good by John Chance. However, he's going to be fouled and will shoot two free throws. Yeah, another nice take there by Chance. He goes up strong. I really like the way that the junior forward goes towards the basket. Uh, in the first matchup against Farrington, he only had two points but had five rebounds. He goes strong at the glass, and that's something really important to have for if you're the Falcons. Chance's first free throw rims out. So still a nine-point lead by Kalani. Nice job of bouncing back after giving up that 10-0 run. They're led by as many as 16, which was the halftime advantage. And this free throw kind of toilet bowls around two or three times. And then following that make, which puts Kalani up by 10, there's going to be a quick foul committed by Joaquin Manligar, the junior from Kalani. So that finally is a call that goes Farrington's way. And still no Falcons with three fouls, just two fouls apiece for Lamb, Bogle Dupuy, and now Manligar. And Kalani essentially beating Farrington at its own game with their pressure defense. A nice Reverse layup there taken by Rodriguez. However, his shot is altered by Kalani. No foul. Quickly the other way, a layup is taken and missed. Rebounded by Mandelgaard. His layup is no good. Rebounded by Rodriguez. The other way he goes up and under with the right hand. No good. But the foul will result in two Farrington free throws. Right there, it almost seemed like Rodriguez was going to make sure that the officials were going to make the foul call. He goes into the contact a bit. Takes a lot of physical her physicality down low and earns himself a trip to the line and a chance to cut it under double digits once again. So 206 to go in the third, two free throws coming for Rodriguez. The sophomore scoring about 8.3 points a game. After a few dribbles, the shot by Rodriguez is up and good. 32-23 now, the Kalani advantage. Up to 5 points now on the night and they're going to need more from him if they want to come back in this one. Checking back in for Farrington. 
will be Chanson Smith. He's going to sub for the shooter, Rodriguez, if he makes it here. No good. So the missed free throw continues to give Kalani a sizable nine-point lead. Breaking the press is the Falcons. Shutter back into the game and quickly throws it away, though. So stolen away by the Govs. An up-and-under layup, no good. Rush by Gallardo, and that'll be rebounded by Hata. I am a bit curious if Kalani's, uh, as the ball's knocked out of uh, bounds, I'm a bit curious if Kalani's desire to play fast so far, uh, if it's going to hurt them down the stretch or if they can adjust and start to play a little bit slower as time winds down in this one as they continue to hold a lead, but uh, you don't necessarily want to play as fast as they have been here in the second half. To your point, Shutter really has one speed. It's either fast or nothing at all. And He's really flying when it comes to offense for Kalani. Maybe he'll slow things down as Kohata inbounds it. 1.35 to go here in the third quarter. Crossing over with his dribble now. Hata trying to take some time off the clock. Passes it to Manligod. He drives the lane with his left hand. No good with the shot, but the trash is picked up by Chance. He puts up a layup and good. An 11-point lead now for the Falcons. Yeah, Chance making a huge impact here in the third quarter, and that's not by any chance. Uh, he's just doing a nice job down low offensively, and he's knocked down some free throws too. And following the second chance points by Kalani, it's going to be a three-pointer by Gallardo to move Farrington under double digits with its deficit, 34-26, as we're under a minute to go now here in the third. And in the blink of an eye, running the court is Manligod. He makes a left-handed layup, pushing Kalani's lead back to 10. And Manligod just two points against Farrington last time. He's now up to 10 points on the night. And following the Eurostep layup by Chanson Smith, that's no good. The rebound by Farrington offensively leads to another opportunity. This one by Makana Alcon. His shot is no good, but he'll shoot two following the foul. They're going to get Manly God, who we were just talking about. He's up to 10 points on the night. He's also now up to three fouls, so that's something to keep an eye on here as we head into the final minute of this third quarter. Again, a missed free throw by Farrington. The lead remains 10 for Kalani, 42.4 seconds to go. Third quarter action here at Radford High School. This is for the D2 championship on the boys' side of the OIA playoffs. Second free throw is good. And coming back into the game for Farrington is Dominique Mosey-Smith after missing most of the third quarter with his third foul. And honestly, if you're the governors, you probably feel pretty good here. You survived most of the quarter, still down less than double digits. Uh, you hope to steal one more possession in this one, and uh, who knows what can happen in the final eight. So for Kalani, the ball tipped out of bounds by Farrington. They'll keep it, though, on the offensive side of the court. 35.3 seconds here in the third quarter. Hata with it. He'll probably try to take as much time off the clock as he can now. However, he's still penetrating and passes to Shutter, who jacks a three. And the nice offensive rebound by Mandegad is stolen away by Farrington. It's going to be Tisolina Perez sprinting the other way. Euro step going left. Then the left-handed layup is no good, and back comes Kalani now. Manligod almost has it stolen away, and with 10.5 seconds to go, it'll be Kalani ball up by nine. Really like what Jason Smith has done tonight for the Governors, though. Uh, giving them a lot off the bench. Great hustle back to knock that ball away. Inbounds, it comes to Shutter. Seven, six, now five seconds to go in the third. Dribbles left, up and under with the right. No good, too strong. Mose Smith with the layup. Jack's a long desperation heave. Nowhere near close. However, 
Farrington has been successful getting the halftime deficit from 16 down to nine with one quarter to play. A great third quarter from the Governors, exactly what you need. Now you got to capitalize uh, off that into the fourth quarter. Uh, still a chance here for the Governors in the OIA Division II Championship. We'll be back eight minutes to go. Kalani leading Farrington 36-27. This is the OIA playoffs, the D2 Championship game here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. You're listening to OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Central Pacific Bank. Before we get you ready for Farrington Kalani fourth quarter action, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to the OIA Boys Basketball D2 Championship on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. KGUAM K236CR Honolulu is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht here from our courtside broadcast position at Jim Allegre Gym at Radford High School. Farrington with an empty offensive possession to start things here in the fourth quarter. Kalani with it up 36-27, looking to continue pushing the pace while also realizing they can take the air out of the ball and Shutter has his shot blocked. It's going to be rebounded, though, on the offensive end by Kai Bogle-Dupuy. Farrington continues to fly all over the court here in the second half. So Ernest Rodriguez reaches in. It's going to be called for the foul. Just his first of the night, though. Yeah, Everest Rodriguez reaching in there, the sophomore guard. Probably has to realize not the time there to do that. However, being aggressive is what they need to do. 36-27 remains the Kalani lead, 7-15, and winding here in the fourth and final quarter of action. Dribbling down the lane is Hata, kicks out the shutter for three. That one's up and no good off the front iron. It's going to be rebounded by Kalani, and that's Viernes, who I believe is going to be fouled. So that's a foul going on Dominique Mose-Smith for Farrington. Pardon me, number 23, Chanson Smith. And fortunately for Mose Smith, that would have been his fourth foul. And quickly on the inbounds path, pass Kai Bogle-Dupuy with the layup and a good job there. Moving Kalani up, 38-27, a minute gone here in the fourth quarter. Bogle-Dupuy just had two points in the first matchup between these two teams, has six points here tonight. So Farrington with it, looking to get something going on offense, down by 11. Up top is Ped into the corner. It goes actually the wing now to Chanson Smith. Back to Ped. Up top to Rodriguez. Into the oh the wing now. A nice fake and a foul by Kalani. And Rodriguez is upset. He thought he got fouled twice before finally getting the call there. Yeah, foul's going to go on Viernes. And he's a little frustrated by the call, but you got to understand, you can't smack from behind when you get beat on defense and expect not to get called for a foul. So 38-27, the Kalani lead 6-27 to go here in the fourth frame. Bringing it in for Farrington will be Kamati Solona Perez. He kicks it up top for a quick shot by Chanson Smith. No good on the three. Mose Smith with the rebound, though, and when he goes up, he'll be fouled. And he'll shoot too. And right there, I like that possession from Farrington. It's a good a good shot from Smith. He's nice and set, catches the ball in rhythm, and gets a nice three-point look up. Isn't, or doesn't go. And then Mose Smith, we've talked about it all game, how important it is for him to be using his size. He does right there on the offensive glass, goes up strong, and he'll head to the line for a pair. 
Mose Smith at the charity stripe. Up and no good with his first shot. That one rims out. Farrington still trailing by 11. They had trailed by 16 at halftime, got it down to six early in the third, and then saw Kalani surge back ahead by double digits. Second free throw is good by Mose Smith, so here we are again. Kalani up by 10. Now six minutes and change to go here in this game. Now once again for the Governors, it's about stops, then scores. Shutter with the stutter step, the stop and pop. And before he can get his shot off, though, it's going to be tipped out of bounds by Farrington. Kalani ball out of bounds. Nice job there by Perez, uh, knocking that one out. Otherwise, a real easy look on the left side for the southpaw shutter. And finally, Kalani, as we're two minutes into this fourth quarter, finally slowing things down, using that 10-point advantage. And driving now is Hata. He goes up with the right hand. It looked like it was about halfway down and rimmed out. So a good break there for Farrington as on defense, sprinting back is Viernes to tip it out of bounds. It'll be Farrington ball. I like the extra effort by Mose Smith there. Didn't have to con or contest the shot. He does, doesn't go in. And those little things are what it's important if you're trying to make a comeback if you're the governors. Everest Rodriguez with it now. The eight-point-a-game shooter fakes a three, kicks it up top to Tisalona Perez. Into the corner, another three taken. This one by Chanson Smith, no good. Rebounded by Hata. And Chanson Smith, after a pretty hot start to the game, had five points, knocked down a three in that third quarter, hasn't been able to find a touch since. Hata to Viernes, now into the corner for Chance, no good on the three. Mose Smith with the rebound, up ahead, three on two action, it goes for the layup, and that one is good by Smith, and the foul, he'll shoot one, looking to drop this deficit from eight to seven. Right on cue, I said he hadn't gotten anything to fall, then fast break, a beautiful look. A uh, nice finish gets pushed in the back by Brandon Chance, and he'll head to the line for an extra shot. Three fashion, or three the old-fashioned way, Chance to cut it now to seven. 5.17 to go in this ball game. Smith takes the free throw up and good, so it is now a seven-point lead for Kalani. It'll be interesting to see if they keep pushing the pace on offense or if they finally start to slow things down, realizing that the clock needs to be their friend because at this point they're just giving Farrington opportunities to chip away. And really you are right on the head, or hitting the nail on the head once again. It's just you got to slow down, but Farrington doing a nice job continuing to press, and that's exactly what press defenses are meant to do, force you to speed up just a little bit and force you to take looks that you don't really want. Under five minutes to go in this ballgame. Kalani up 38-31. Finally starting to hold as Jonah Viernes dribbles around, kicks it out to Shutter. Shutter taking his time now, dribble drive. He takes the shot, a nice fadeaway jumper, no good. It's going to be rebounded off the hand. It was initially with Gallardo, tipped up by Kalani. It'll be Farrington ball. Kalani head coach Jaron Yamauchi. Upset with that shot by Shutter, letting him know, hey, we have time. We need to continue to run clock here when we're up by seven, uh, not continue to give Farrington an opportunity to get back in this one. Governor's going from left to right on your radio dial or digital device. Farrington crosses the half court following the pressure defense by Kalani. Trying to find an open shot. Faked by Lorenzo, kicked into the corner. Now back to the wing. Up top, it goes to Tisalona Perez. Over to Rodriguez, back to Tislana Perez, now driving baseline, up and under, a nice move, and almost is Gallardo getting the layup 
which rims out. However, the foul will send him to the line to shoot two. But this is exactly what the Governors have needed in the second half from Gallardo, someone who has been one of their top three scorers all throughout the season. He's held scoreless throughout the first half of play and then finally has gotten it going here in the second half. Eight points in the third quarter and looking for more here. 4.19 to go, the first free throw by Gallardo is up and good. 38-32 now the lead. And for the first time this half, Farrington has an opportunity to get the deficit under six. And just like that, they keep creeping in closer and closer and closer. And that's uh, because of their great defense here in the second half. Second free throw up and good. And just like that, 38-33 now, the Kalani lead. Oh, it was a travel there, not called as Carson Lamb literally skated about a foot. No travel call there, so a big break goes the Falcons. Certainly. We're halfway through this fourth quarter, and right on cue, Kalani realizing they need to take time off the clock. They're running into the motion. Basically one of those pregame warm-up moves where you're basically just going from side to side, passing the ball, keeping the clock moving, 350 and change here in the fourth quarter. Hand off there to Viernes. Looking for shutter and throws out of bounds. And that's going to be a turnover right on key for Farrington, leading us to the fourth quarter media timeout. We'll step away as well. Stay with us. It's Farrington down by only five to Kalani in this OA Boys D2 championship game on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Back to more of the OIA featured game of the week on HSRN 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Hawaii Pacific Health. Back here live at Radford's Jim Allegria Gym. And, Paul, you noticed on that last turnover by Kalani, it was a play that won't show up in the stat sheet, but something that caused a turnover by Kalani. Uh, you're 100% right. It's Ernest Rodriguez, who we've mentioned throughout the broadcast for his scoring, or Everest Rodriguez, pardon me, who we've uh, mentioned throughout the broadcast for his scoring. Does a nice job recognizing on the weave action that Kalani was running, uh, jumps the handoff, and instead makes the Falcons panic quick, throws it out of bounds, and it forces a huge turnover for Farrington as now the Governors have an opportunity to cut this to a one-possession game. Have you heard about the new greatest of all time? That's right. The new GOAT is Central Pacific Bank. Forbes magazine named CPB the best bank in Hawaii for 2022. Central Pacific Bank, where people like banking. Farrington liking scoring here in the fourth quarter, getting what was a 16-point deficit at halftime down to now just five, looking for a shot, and they take it. It's a three-point attempt off the hand of Rodriguez. No good, rebounded, and here's Mose Smith with the second-chance opportunity. He saves it for Farrington. Over to Rodriguez it goes again. Coach Leopoldo was doing his sideline dance. He thought that was in. We'll see what Farrington dials up here. And three-point shot faked by Rodriguez. And it'll lead to a timeout by Leopoldo. He wants to talk it over. And I like that timeout by Leopoldo and Farrington there. They did a nice job after getting that offensive rebound. Mose Smith knocked the ball out to his guards. And then from there, the Farrington guards just did a nice job taking their time, not forcing any shots, looking for the gap in the defense. Didn't find anything. Coach Leopoldo calls a timeout so he can set something up. 3.08 left, and once again, down just five. They have an opportunity to cut this to a one-possession game. And you mentioned the five-point lead for Kalani, 38-33, 3.08 to go in this game. And it becomes for Kalani, when they do get the ball back, do you start to play keep away, or is it still too early? Because as Farrington has showed, 
they have the momentum right now and can Kalani hang on? It's important in these moments that you do run some sort of offense to run some clock, but you can't just take the air out of the ball with three minutes left if you're Kalani. You still want to get some baskets. Keep your guys in rhythm, and that's really important. Getting the ball in for Farrington. It goes down to Mose Smith, almost thrown away. Grabbed nicely by Rodriguez. Up top to Chanson Smith. Now baseline on the drive. And not only is the layup good by Gerard Gallardo, but the foul. So just like that, Farrington down by three. And they can cut the deficit now to just two with 2.58 to go in this ballgame. He has set this place into a frenzy after that one goes over and lets the Farrington know, her fans know, I'm him, I'm him. He'll head to the line for one more, a chance to cut this to a two-point lead. And all of a sudden, remember when Farrington was down 16? Oh, man, all of a sudden, one stop away, and they could maybe even take a lead? So it's a one-possession game. Gallardo with his pink shoes, dribbling at the free-throw line, up with the free-throw, and it bounces around three times and out. So just like that, it's a three-point Kalani lead, 2.50 and winding. A press is broken, and Kalani is going to be fouled. So that is now a one-and-one -one opportunity for the Falcons with the seventh team foul by Farrington. Yeah, a, a nice little uh, move along the baseline, or uh, pardon me, sideline there by Carson Lamb and the reach in by Smith. Uh, foul sends him to the line. And a nice job there converting by Carson Lamb. He pushes the Kalani lead back up to four, 39 35. One more free throw coming. Lamb hadn't scored in the game up to that point. Uh, he only had four points in the first meeting between these two. Uh, not a big scoring guard for Kalani. Second free throw up and no good off the back iron. Rebounded by Everest Rodriguez. Once so. again, you still don't have to force things if you're Farrington. You just want a good shot here. Don't take a three just to take a three. Coach Leopoldo calling out plays for Farrington. We'll see what it results in. A fake three up top, now kicked to the baseline. It's a jumper by Chanson Smith. No good, though, rebounded by Lamb. And he tells his teammates, run up ahead so I can get you the ball and break this press. No good, though, as Farrington drives the other way. And a foul will be committed against Rodriguez. That'll be number 10 on Kalani, giving two shots to Farrington. And that's actually a good foul by Cole Hata. I know uh, it's going to send Everest Rodriguez to the line, but it was a three-on-one fast break opportunity for the Governors, basically a guaranteed two points. Instead, Hata fouls him, sends him to the line. And I mentioned it before, the Governors have fouled or have struggled from the free throw line this season, just a 50% free throw uh, shooting team. And right on cue, they miss again. Everest Rodriguez misses and kind of shakes his head in disgust, talking to himself, saying, hey, I gotta make this next one because that'll move this game back to a one possession battle. Exactly, free throws, they're so, so important. Second free throws up and good, 39-36 now. The Kalani lead, 2.15 to go here in this ball game. Full court pressure applied by the Governors and a timeout by Kalani to talk things over up by three. And Coach Brecht, I'll defer to you here. What kind of play are you drawing up by Kalani? Do you want to first break the press and then go in the keep away? Or do you want to press the pace a bit, knowing that Farrington has struggled to defend that high-tempo offense so far tonight? Uh, well, putting my coaching hat on here, if I'm coaching Kalani, 
I'm going into this timeout saying, hey, remember, there's no shot clock, guys. We are not forced to shoot any bad shots just because time is going. Don't get impatient. Work things around. I'm not going to tell them to hold the ball out. I think that's a bad plan. But I do think they need to run it around, pass the ball around, because once you get the defense to rotate a little bit, to run around, it's a lot more difficult for them to get that stop. Somebody is going to have a defensive lapse, a defensive breakdown, and open something up. So you don't necessarily need to just hold it out, but you do want to run clock here. So following the timeout by Kalani, it's a three-point advantage for the Falcons. A good timeout there, knowing that they were pressured by Farrington. Coach Leopoldo on the other side for Farrington drawing up a defensive play, which I'm sure is followed by, okay, when we get this steal, here's what we're going to do on offense, knowing how positive he is behind his team here. Bringing it in for Kalani. 2.13 to go in this ballgame. Carson Lamb with it, looking for an opening, finds Hata and he's going to be fouled. So exactly what you don't want to have happen there. Rodriguez reaches in, commits the foul with 2.10 in this ballgame, and will send Kalani to the line to shoot one and one uh, Originally, he kind of looked around confused by the call, but then turned over to Coach Leopoldo on the bench, said, my bad, knew he got him with the opposite hand. So shooting one and one is Cole Hata, the junior guard, standing at 5'9". First free throw by Hata is up, and that one is good. So again, the lead seesaws back in Kalani's favor by four, making it a two-possession game for the Falcons. 40 to 36, 210 to go in this ballgame. Hata can make it a five-point lead with this free throw. It's up, and no good off the front iron. Rebounded by Farrington's Gerard Gallardo. Picks it all the way into the corner. A fake three by Rodriguez. Nothing going there. Up top to Tisalona Perez. He takes a three and swishes it home just like that. Kalani's lead is down to one. And Coach Leopoldo calls for time. This gym is going wild with the Governor's supporters. Uh, Governor's fans go wild for sure. A huge three by Perez. Knocks it down from the top of the key after tossing a ball fake towards Jason Smith in the corner. Uh, and a heck of a comeback here in the second half by the Farrington Governors, led by their defense and good decision-making on offense. We talked so much in the first half about their turnovers. They flipped the script here in the second half, forcing a ton of Kalani Falcons turnovers. And just like that, you mentioned the lead going from Kalani up by 16 at halftime to now just one with a minute 54 to go in this game and the resident Farrington cheerleader is back on the court. I think she may be a bit confused, though, because she's waving Campbell's colors. A nice preview, though, for our second game tonight, Campbell playing Mililani for our D1 championship game, about 26 minutes to half an hour following this D2 championship game. Yeah, that one's going to be super exciting. This one, Battle of the East. Next one, Battle of the West. The best of the West, maybe, even. It's going to be a real fun one. Uh, We'll say it's going to be tough to follow this one up. An incredible comeback by Farrington, a one-point game. Uh, this one's going to come all the way down to the wire. Two more timeouts left for Farrington. Coach Leopoldo confirms that with the official score. And bringing it out, bringing it in from the out-of-bounds mark is Kalani. It'll go to Lamb. He breaks the press. Still on the 
Okay, now he breaks the timeline, so that's the first order of business. 140 and winding here in the fourth quarter. Kalani up by one, almost stolen away by Farrington, and Shutter with it up top. Still playing keep away is Kalani. They're going to put their dribbling on display. The coach is telling Kalani, stay out. We're going to wind clock as long as we can. Under 130 to go now. Kalani up 40-39. Shutter, oh, I thought he carried there. No call. And the fans not happy with the time wasting by Kalani, but again, no shot clock, so they're totally within their right to do that. And finally, a Farrington foul is committed. That's gonna go against Angel Blaze Pitt. And some frustration from the Farrington fans wondering why the governors aren't fouling right away. Personally, I like the decision from Coach Leopoldo. There's still, uh, I know, 107 sounds like not a lot of time, but a lot of time left in this one. Just a one-point lead. Play aggressive, try and get the steal without sending them to the line for free points and picking up an extra foul. Speaking of free throws, it'll be Kohata shooting one and one. The last one and one opportunity, next foul for both teams, puts the other squad in the double bonus. This free throw is up and no good. Mose Smith grabs it, 105 and winding here, and Farrington has a chance to take a lead in the first time since way early in this game. Yeah, it's been an incredible fight by Farrington. Not up yet, you still need to finish it. Farrington down by one, 40-39, under 50 seconds now, into Mose Smith, the pump fake, he puts up the layup and good, and Farrington now ahead, 41-40. The clock continues to wind, under 40 seconds. Shutter gets it in, picked up on the pass by John Chance. Back to Shutter now, they break the timeline. Shutter drives up with the right hand, and no, but he's fouled. The, the call was made by the backside official, Brian Yamasaki, the Farrington bench is livid. They thought it was a clean block. However, the foul on Mose Smith will send arguably the best shooter from Kalani to the line to shoot two. You said it. One of the best shooters that Kalani has to offer, an 80% free throw shooter on the season. I understand the frustration from Farrington, but I'll say it again. I really do think that it was a foul. So the first free throw by Shutter with a lot of pressure here. Up and good, nothing but net. We're tied at 41. And I think it's safe to say a lot is riding on this free throw here for the junior guard. You have to imagine that no matter what happens, uh, probably one last shot held by Farrington. So Shutter taking his time at the line, dribbling left-handed. The shot is up and good. The junior calmly sinks both and puts Kalani up 42-41. Farrington with it. Oh, and a near steal tipped out of bounds by Kalani. And Farrington will keep it. 22.2 seconds down by one. You got to be careful here if you're Kalani. Remember that you're in the double bonus as well. Any foul sends Farrington to the line. You're only up by one. So into the corner on the inbounds pass. It's collected by Chanson Smith. Now dribbling up top, Rodriguez. Under 15 seconds to go. In it goes to Mose Smith. And Kalani grabs him. And to me, that's a smart foul because up by one, Mose Smith isn't the best free throw shooter. So even if you hold him to just one make here, you're still tied as opposed to an easy layup. I don't hate the foul either for part of the reason that you said Mose Smith has shot uh, right around 70% from the line, but really struggled tonight shooting just 50%. And like you said, 
if he makes one, you're tied. He makes both. You still have almost 13 seconds to get a shot up off at the other end. So Kalani leading 42-41 here late in the D2 championship game. Mose Smith calmly drains the first free throw, so we're tied again. 42 all, 12.4 seconds to go. And we'll see what this second free throw results in as it a make would make Farrington go ahead by one after being down by 16 to start this second half. Second free throw is up and good, nothing but net. Kalani ball out of bounds. Farrington will call for time. A nice job here by Coach Leopoldo. He knows that he wants to drop something on defense. And props to Kalani though. They're keeping their heads up. They're very confident in their, in their ability. And with 12 seconds to go, Coach Paul, what does Kalani do here? Well, here, first things first, you got to get the ball in bounds. No matter what, you know you're going to be facing some sort of pressure from Farrington knowing you got to go the length of the court. They're not going to just let you roll the ball up. So you got to be strong with the ball. I would imagine probably four ball handlers out there. Uh, you're going to get the ball to some of your best scorers. I have to imagine this ball is going to Joshua Shutter. I would get him the ball on the left wing, set a screen for him with a big guy and let him work, try and get all the way to the rim get fouled uh, or finish and let it go from there you got 13 seconds to work down by one you don't need a three get all the way to the cup and for Farrington even if they do give up the lead here and somehow lose this game a valiant effort coming back from down 16 to surge ahead here in the fourth quarter 12 seconds to go and they finally have a one-point lead now can their defense hold after fighting all the way back from down 16 points you're right no matter what the governors have to keep their head up after this game win or loss but tell you what they've done a phenomenal job in this second half putting them in position to win a or to win the oia division two type game on a massive comeback Kalani inbounding the ball here. It's Carson Lamb with it. Finds a streaking Hata back to Lamb. They're going to get it across the timeline. And immediately call timeout. A great job there of strategy. 8.6 seconds. And that now allows you to draw up an offensive play knowing that you only have half court to go. Yeah, and that's something that you'll see a lot of times when teams do have those extra timeouts and a nice job by the Falcons not wasting any time got the ball in it was a blowout dribble up to get it to half court and an immediate timeout leave yourself about nine seconds on the clock that's enough time not just for a catch and shoot not just for a little bit of isolation but maybe even for a full play a lot of time to get a shot off be sure to follow Hawaii Sports Radio Network on social media for programming updates local sports news and more at High Sports Radio Wow, if this is a precursor for what's to come tonight, I think we're in great shape as this D2 championship on the line will be followed up by Mililani taking on Campbell for the D1 championship game. And a great week of basketball started last week with Campbell winning the girls' title. And we'll see what this game results in. Eight point seconds to go. Farrington up by one, but Kalani Ball they'll have it on offense on their side of the offensive court. Yeah, this is exactly what you want if you are down by one, uh, Andrew, the Falcons. You have the ball, you have an opportunity to take the lead, and you haven't lost any of your players uh, to foul trouble thus far throughout the game, so you have all the options. Kalani in the bunch formation, four players tightly together. It comes in and almost stolen away. It tripled off the hands of John Chance. 
Unfortunately, it went off a Farrington player, and that now brings the clock down to 6.9 seconds, and down by one, Kalani calls another timeout. And there, uh, Farrington kind of lucky that they knocked the ball out of bounds because the inbounder streaking back in was going to get a handoff from Brandon Chance, would have gotten all the way to the rim with a wide open lane and a wide open look to put them up by one. Instead, ball goes out of bounds and kind of ruins the play, forces Kalani to call a timeout and draw something else up with seven seconds left. And the good news for Kalani is they're down by just one, so you don't have to settle for a three, and even a two gives you the win, so you can look for the short jumper, you can go for the layup, or if you're somebody like Shutter, you can take the three if you want. So there's a lot of options. You're not just forced into a three-point opportunity. I am a bit curious to see what they go with uh, in terms of a shot, though, because Mose Smith still in the game for Farrington despite uh, dealing with foul trouble throughout the night. He's been a big deterrent in the paint, and uh, if you're the Governors, you want to force this as far out as possible if they're going to get a shot. Here we go. Carson Lamb inbounds it to Wakamandagod. He drives and a blocking foul. Wow, what a pivotal call because what could have been an offensive foul giving Farrington the ball back will result in two Kalani free throws. And the player called Blaze Ped is absolutely beside himself putting his head in his jersey. He can't believe it. But for Kalani, two free throws. 4.6 seconds, this could either be a loss, even in the game, or putting Kalani up by one, depending on these two free throws. Yeah, all three uh, results alive here. A brutal, brutal break for the Governors. But once again, one of those tough calls. 50-50 can go either way. Either way, it was going to make some fans unhappy. So for Kalani here, Joaquin Manligad, the junior, big pressure situation here, and the first free throw rims out. That's bad news for Kalani because even if they make the second one here, Farrington will have the chance to go for the win with 4.6 seconds. We'll see if the pressure gets the manly got here as you hear the Farrington crowd absolutely bringing the noise when it comes to trying to distract the shooter. It's a, a close-knit crowd here at Jim Allegri Gym at the campus of Farrington High School. Pardon me, Radford High School. Second free throw up by Manley God is up and good. So we're tied at 43, 4.6 seconds, no timeout. Farrington running, will it be a three? It is, it's taken, it's up, no good. Off the, off the backboard, that shot by Rodriguez is off the mark and we are headed to overtime. Wow. What a fourth quarter, what a second half from the Farrington Governors and a tough call on them right at the end doesn't sink them uh, and they'll have an opportunity here in overtime, a final four minutes to try and win this OIA Division II championship. Wow, what a end to this, not only quarter but the half. I mentioned Farrington down by 16, surged all the way ahead by one and then that crucial foul resulted in one free throw out of two opportunities by Joaquin Mandigod. That's what tied us up at 43. And like you said, four more minutes on the clock for our first overtime of the evening. I, I'm, I gotta take a breath. Uh, it's, it's been fast back and forth. It's been, you know, nerve wracking for everybody in the gym, whether you're a fan, a coach, an official even. Uh, I got to imagine these guys are shaking a bit too because these guys are playing hard, making calls difficult. We saw it right there at the end of regulation. A block charge call can go either way. Uh, 
you need good veteran officials who are confident in their call and can't be swayed either way, and that's exactly what it was. So we'll see what happens here in overtime. It's winning time. It's money time. And that's a good opportunity to remind you that Central Pacific Bank is the new GOAT, as according to Forbes magazine, which named CPB the best bank in Hawaii for 2022. Central Pacific Bank is the place where people like banking. If I came back at halftime, I said, I'm from the future, Kyle. Farrington's going to come roaring back in this one and tie it up. Would you have believed me then? Are you Marty McFly with your sports almanac in the DeLorean? I am, obviously. Well, I do believe you because <laughs> the way you analyzed it at halftime, Farrington was in it at the first half break. It just so happened that they weren't hitting shots. Now, after employing a stingy defense and finally making some shots, they're back in it. So I think I'd have to believe you, Mr. Paul Brecht from the future. Hey, every once in a while I get a few things right uh, while we're analyzing the game. And tell you what, it's been Farrington getting everything right in this second half. Scored 33 points in the second half, 17 points in the third, 16 in the fourth as they tied this one up, sent it to overtime. And they did a phenomenal job taking care of the basketball as this one continued on. And that was one of the biggest keys at halftime was the extra possessions that they were giving Kalani gave the Falcons that lead. Stop giving those turnovers away. Stop losing the game. Now all of a sudden, we got four minute winner take all. Speaking of that, four minutes on the clock, tied at 43. We're essentially starting all over again as we'll have a jump ball. It'll be Mose Smith for Farrington facing off against Luke Sino for Kalani. Falcons going from right to left on your radio and your digital streaming device. It's up and controlled by Farrington. So governors will have it going left to right, wearing their maroon uniforms, facing Kalani in the white and red trimmed unis. 3-2 zone look by the Kalani Falcons coming out of the break. Uh, good set by Farrington, taking their time here, looking for a good shot. Have to remember, Mose Smith has four fouls down low. He still has to be careful. Wow, a nice drive there by Tisalona Perez. And the late foul call as following the Tisalona Perez miss, it's Mose Smith who gets it. And then he's going to be fouled by John Chance, sending the big man for Farrington to the free throw line. What a big second half for the big fella as well. He's had himself quite the game, not just scoring the basketball, but rebounding as well. Right there we see it once again, the size and the strength of the big fella on the offensive glass. And the referees before these free throws will mop up some perspiration. So essentially icing the free throw shooter there, not the best time to call for time as Mosley Smith was almost ready to go as we're 28 seconds into this overtime period. Traditional eight-minute quarters, now four-minute overtime periods from here on out. We'll see if there's more than one. At least one for now, though. 45-43. As that shot was good by Mose Smith, so it'll just be one free throw, and it's good. So that puts Farrington up 46-43. And that, I believe, is Farrington's biggest lead of this game coming early on in overtime. I believe you're right. They only had a 2-0 lead right at the start of things, and then after that, it's been all Kalani. And speaking of all Farrington, it's Mose Smith with the block and the rebound, and he's going to be fouled. And because the fouls carry over, 
he's going to shoot two free throws. And that's something that I was going to point out as well last time Moses Smith went to the free throw line. Something you got to keep in mind if you're listening from home. The fouls don't reset when you go into overtime. So all those fouls that were getting racked up in the second half, that fourth quarter there, how both teams were in the double bonus. Well, guess what? They're still in the double bonus here in overtime, and uh, that's rearing its ugly head for the Falcons as Moses Smith goes to the line for two. And I believe with Mose Smith's two free throws to end the fourth quarter, followed by the three-point play, and now another successful free throw. That's now a 6-0 run by Mose Smith alone to now give Farrington a 47-43 lead. Actually, it's a 6-1 lead because that one free throw by Kalani sent us to overtime. Look at you, honest fella, as Mose Smith knocks down the second one. 7-1 run by the big fella, and that's exactly what you need from your leading scorer in a championship game. 48-43, Farrington's biggest lead of this game, and a steal there by Rodriguez. He's up with the right-handed layup and good. Now a 7-point Farrington lead from down to 16. Now up 7, go the Governors. Turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. It's been the story of the game on both sides. And a charge going down the other way. Mose Smith with four fouls really takes some guts to try and take a charge there. He does. Rewarded going down the other way. And tell you what, the Farrington fans are going nuts. And that was, like you said, a do-or-die call because Mose Smith in the moment had to think, okay, I have four fouls. Am I going to risk it? He does. He takes the charge gets Farrington the ball back, and they look to add to now their seven-point lead, again, down by 16 just two quarters ago. Now it goes back to the conversation we were having for Kalani just about 10, 15 minutes ago. Do you start to kind of take your time with a seven-point lead and under three minutes to go here in overtime? you gotta make, uh, you got to make the Falcons come to you. So Farrington breaks the press. It's a long touchdown pass to the streaking guard, Blaze Head. He pulls it out, though, knowing his team is up by 7, 2.45 to go as Farrington tosses it out of bounds, but deflected by Kalani, so they'll keep it. Farrington up by 7, and they totally have a confidence to them that they haven't displayed since late in the fourth quarter. And Kalani now on their heels as Mose Smith with another layup. He is on fire down low, pushing Farrington up by nine points now. And Kalani turns it over again. It's going to be stolen away by Rodriguez. He passes it off to Ped, who makes a layup. And now Kalani calls timeout down by 11. That is a 27-point swing from halftime. Farrington fans go nuts. All of a sudden, once again on the doorstep of an OIA Division II title. Wow, what a turnaround. I don't think you could have scripted this any better for Farrington. At first, we thought maybe they'll just chip away trying to get this thing under double digits. And finally, at the end of regulation, they tie things up. And now, totally turning the tables, flipping the script, going ahead by 11 points with 2.28 to go here in this overtime period. And I just want to bring something up that you brought up uh, in pregame. Coach Leopoldo and his positivity towards his team, the belief that he has in the governors, in this unit. And it's been shown all throughout the night. When they were down 16, he didn't flinch. His team didn't flinch. They didn't sweat, didn't worry about it, came out of halftime, guns blazing and just absolutely took control of the game in the second half. They've taken control of it once again here in overtime. A phenomenal, phenomenal second half 
by Coach Leopoldo and the Farrington Governors. And you see Kalani coming off the bench here a bit frazzled knowing that they had this game well in hand but really let Farrington take control and now need to claw back with about two and a half minutes in this game. Let's see what they can do because so far Farrington has absolutely controlled things ever since midway through the third. And it comes to Kalani's Kohata. He breaks the press, kicks it up top to Mandeglad. He jacks a three, misses it, and Farrington gets the rebound, and they'll be fouled, so two more free throws coming up. This will be Gallardo set to take two more free throw shots. And I understand the quick shot there by Mandeglad trying to get any type of points that you can here uh, as your team is down double digits and not a lot of time left on the clock. But still, I wouldn't have minded just one or two passes just so he could have tried to catch it in rhythm instead of a dribble pull-up. Uh, just an easier shot. Uh, obviously, beggars can't be choosers, especially with time winding down. So two free throws coming up here for Gallardo, the senior from Farrington. 219 to go, of course. The shot, the clock stops with the free throw shot, and that first one is missed by Gallardo. That's something else that I suppose I didn't take into account there with that foul. If you are going to try and get stopped, why not bet on Farrington shooting itself in the foot? It's continuously missed free throws throughout the season, just 50% from the line. That's one of two. You'll take that if you can score two and three or two and three points on consecutive possessions after it. So second free throw up by Gallardo is good, pushing Farrington's lead now to a game-high 12 points for the Govs. Shutter breaks the press over to Mondegod. Crossover dribble, jump and just step into the lane. No good. Rebounded by Farrington. And oh, they're going to call Farrington for the loose ball foul. So that'll send Shutter to the line. And I believe that's Mose Smith's fifth and final foul of this ballgame. And a brutal call there for Farrington. The senior big fella's night will be over after a late whistle. Uh, Shutter going up. Coach Leopoldo can't believe the call, and uh, he's told by the official to, all right, coach, that's enough. Go take a walk and calm down. And I think Coach Leopoldo realized, I'm probably going to save my arguments for later because I'm up by 12 still, and I don't want to risk getting a technical, which would then give Kalani more free throw opportunities and waste away this big lead that his team has built. That's an excellent point. A technical, not only do you get the two free throws from this, two free throws from the technical, and then the ball after. This goes from a potential 12-point game all the way to a six-point game. Manly God knocks down the first free throw. That's uh, Shutter actually taking the free throws. And it's a good situation for Kalani because he's the more reliable of all the Kalani shooters. So he makes the first, dribbles around, puts up the second, and that one is no good off the front iron. Rebounded, though, by Carson Lamb. So another opportunity. Here's Shutter for three and makes it. So a four-point play, in essence, for the Falcons. That actually worked out as they're now down just eight. However, a full-court pass by Farrington is collected calmly by Gallardo. Almost steals it away, but before that steal, a timeout called by Farrington, and they'll talk it over up by eight with a minute 52 go in this ballgame. And a great job by Coach Leopoldo being locked into the game, seeing his player locked in the corner by two defenders. Uh, and when you're locked in the corner, he kind of had an extra defender in the sideline there and the baseline. So I guess two, great job calling to timeout, reset his guys, still up by uh, eight points here. And you just 
Got to relax a little bit. Make Kalani come to you. Make them overextend that defense and take what the defense gives you as this one continues to tick down. Farrington with a relatively healthy eight-point lead, and it's a good reminder that Hawaii Sports on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network is made possible in part by Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. We'll see if Farrington can maybe build on the lead, but more importantly for them, take some time off the clock knowing that with eight points, their advantage, it's essentially a three-point ball game, so they don't have to score here, but they'd almost trade 30 seconds off the clock for no points or even a turnover at that point because it puts the pressure back on Kalani. Yeah, at this point for Farrington, a big part of their offensive plan is just going to be sucking the rest of the time off of this clock. There's under two minutes to go. You don't need a shot, and you've played really, really well in this second half, attacking the basket, getting open looks, knocking down three-pointers in rhythm, though that was with Mose Smith, who is now relegated to the bench after fouling out. So bringing the ball in for Farrington, Kamati Salona Perez, and a reach in almost stolen away by Kalani. However, for probably the second time tonight, a close call actually goes Farrington's way, and it'll result in two free throws for the Govs as Everest Rodriguez, the sophomore, a lot of pressure here at the line, but with his team up eight, he can breathe a little easier knowing that he has a bit of a cushion. Yeah, not do or die free throws, but you certainly would like them both. Carson Lamb uh, upset with the call, but he did bump him just enough, and uh, when the player loses the ball, oftentimes because of the contact, it's going to be a foul called. And that's Lamb's fourth foul, so we'll keep an eye on that as Farrington, following the successful free throws, now goes up by 10, 57-47, under a minute 50 to play in this ballgame. Quickly ahead is Kalani driving the lane up and under with the left hand is Jonah Viernes. No good, but he's going to be fouled and will shoot two free throws. Excellent job by Viernes going quick, noticing that he has an opportunity to go coast to coast. Gets all the way to the rim, gets the foul, and now he'll head to the line with an opportunity to take points off of this lead with the clock stopped. And that's Enrico Dacani with the third foul, sending Kalani to the line. Missing, though, is... Jonah Viernes, so a positive, I was going to say, why would you foul there if you're Farrington? But this is one of the reasons why, is you put more pressure on Kalani to make their free throws, and Jonah Viernes misses the first one. Second free throw up, and that one is no good off the front iron. Rebounded by Kalani, then stolen away by Farrington. A spin move, up and under, uncontested, goes. A streaking blaze pad, he makes the layup and forces. Is it a timeout for Kalani? Let's wait for the call here as a whistle has been blown. I think they're going to call an administrative timeout to clean up some perspiration on the court. And it actually works out for Kalani almost as a free timeout there because all the momentum has been on Farrington's side as they're now up by 12. But that stoppage will give Kalani some time to breathe and think it over a bit. Yeah, you're right. The Falcons just needed a chance to kind of reset their thoughts and reset their pace. While you still have to go quick, you don't want to go too fast and force shots, rush shots, and that's how you miss shots a lot of times. So here with 12, uh, a 12-point 12 lead for Farrington, you need good looks after good looks if you're the Falcons. Shutter Jackson, three-pointer, long range, no good off the back iron, rebounded by Farrington, and a foul. It's Jonah Viernes fouling Gerald Gerardo, and that'll be two more free throws for the Govs, and pretty soon with a 12-point, potentially a 14-point lead when if you're Kalani, you kind of say, all right, 
we're pow down by this many points or do you just keep fouling trying to get back in it it's a really tough question because no competitor ever wants to just throw in the towel uh, but at the end of the day as well how much are you hurting yourself uh, as you continue to let this lead grow more and more I have to imagine if a bucket isn't scored by the Falcons in the next position or possession or two they may just call it a day and uh, concede First free throw up and good by Gallardo, the senior. No pressure there as he puts his squad up by 13. And Farrington is three points away from swinging this completely from a 16-point deficit to what could be a 16-point lead. Second free throw is up and good. Now a 14-point advantage, 61-47, under a minute 20 to go in this ballgame. Kalani running the floor, and that layup is up and good. A good job there by Cole Hata with the left hand. And, wow, I thought it would have been a foul. No call, though. And there's the reach-in foul. <laughs> and Jonah Viernes can't believe it. He's thinking, you didn't call that first obvious foul, and then you're going to call, I would say, a makeup call there on the ticky-tack reach-in. Uh, at the end of the day, all's fair. You get what should have been a foul, called a foul at the end of the day, and uh, going to the line for two is Everest Rodriguez with a chance to, I'll say it, ice this game, uh, put him up by 14 points with just over a minute left to go. 61-49, now 62-49 as that free throw rims around and drops in. Rodriguez, a big smile on his face as he knows he earned that one after a hard night's work. Trying to put Farrington up by 14 again, a minute 11 to go in this overtime contest. The Division II championship on the line misses the second. It's going to be rebounded. Shutter with it sprinting up. He takes a long three. That one is up and no good. No chance there off the backboard. And Kalani guarding Farrington. Are they going to foul? They do. Another reach in by Kohata. And I'd argue to say here, if Farrington converts, this might be the last stand for Kalani. I think you're right. They're going to get Hata once again. I believe that's his fourth foul. Uh, so his night also might be done uh, here soon if the Falcons continue to foul. So at the line, Everest Rodriguez again. He averages 8.3. He's well above that after all these extra shot opportunities in overtime. The sophomore point guard dribbling with his right hand, wearing a black calf sleeve on his left leg calmly drains the free throw putting Farrington up 63-49 coach Leopoldo breathing a big sigh of relief after a hard night's work getting his team back it's essentially a 30 point swing from down 16 now up 14 make that 15 following the made free throw and coach Leopoldo calls timeout I think he's going to tell his team no fouls against Kalani get that rebound Get it across the timeline, and let's run this game out. I think you're right. This is just a simple message to his guys. Nothing stupid here, especially frustration can run high uh, in championship games, and when a team blows a big lead, it's something to keep an eye out for as well. So I'm sure Coach Leopoldo telling his guys, make sure we're staying classy, make sure we're staying smart, and make sure we just run this one out, and let's go celebrate together with all of our fans. 59.2 seconds left on this overtime clock. Farrington now up 64-49. And the story of this game, if you were to write a quick newspaper article or a web story, it would be the tables have turned with the Governors now ahead by 15 after 
trailing at halftime by 16. A 31-point swing. I, it's, it's almost leaving me speechless, Kyle. It's a, a testament to the just courage that the Farrington governors had tonight to keep their head held high at halftime, understand that, hey, shots just aren't falling. That's okay. They're going to fall in this second half. They did, and uh, well on their way to a Division II title. So Kalani brings it in under 55 seconds to go. Driving the lane is Hata up with the right-handed good with the layup. So now a 13-point lead for Farrington. Pressure defense by the Falcons. Will they foul? Not yet. They're going to play press defense, trying to cause a turnover. Nothing going. Farrington controlling it. They're going to go up with the shot. I don't know why, but the layup is made by Gallardo, pushing the lead back to 15. Good news for Farrington is in the high school game, the clock continues to wind. So we're now down under 30 seconds. Kalani with it, breaking the timeline. And, oh, I thought that might have been an offensive foul. Not called that way, though. And Kalani will go to the line to shoot, too. Yeah, right there. I don't think Gallardo really needed to try and take a charge. Uh, just kind of let Hata go all the way in and make a shot. Uh, instead, uh, he plays defense all the way to the end, kind of an embodiment of Coach Leopoldo's squad. Speaking of Coach Leopoldo, he's going down his bench, giving big fist pumps to everybody from his coaching staff to the trainers, even the reserve players, knowing that he is 25.2 seconds, along with his governors, away from winning the D2 Boys Basketball Crown. In impressive, impressive fashion. Second free throw up by Kalani is good. 66-53 now, the Farrington lead. We'll see if Kalani lets up. Not so far as another turnover by Farrington will give Kalani the ball back. Down 13, 21 seconds to go. And there, Coach Leopoldo lets his guard know, hey, just relax a little bit, put a little more air under that one instead of giving a fastball. And Kalani with the ball looking for a three-pointer not taken. It's going to be a two. Jonah Vierne is up and under as we're down to 10 seconds. Farrington inbounds it. And no foul. Farrington is going to hold. Oh, bad sportsmanship there as a layup is taken by Dakini Jr. And that'll be the end of the game. Farrington wins this one 68-55. And the Governors rule the day in the OIA Division II, claiming the title with a 13-point win over Kalani. And more impressively, did it after coming back from down 16 at halftime. An incredible second-half performance by the Farrington Governors end up taking a 13-point victory, a 28-point halftime turnaround by the Governors, and just a phenomenal second-half performance. Uh, and it only got better. 17 points, 16 points, and then 25 points in the overtime period. We'll be back to wrap things up from Radford. A dominant victory by Farrington in overtime, 68-55 over Kalani. This is OIA Boys Basketball. The D2 Championship lives with Farrington here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. OIA Athletics on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by the Waikiki Beach Walk Hotel. Welcome back to Radford High School's Jim Allegri Gymnasium. And if that is a preview of tonight's game, I think we're in store for a lot of fun. Kyle Galdara and Paul Brecht here for you. Farrington with a 68-55 win in overtime over Kalani to win the OA D2 Boys Basketball Championship. And I think Paul, the second half score says it all. 
41 to 19 in the fourth quarter and overtime alone. Add a 17 to 10 run in the third quarter to that. And you basically see Farrington flip what was a 16 point halftime deficit into a 13 point win to claim the OID2 gold. Yeah, the Governors flipped this one directly on its head and uh, an incredible performance really for the Farrington uh, team who lost to this Kalani unit earlier in this season really seemed to want this one as they're celebrating it and uh, tell you what, they deserve to celebrate their hearts out tonight. A 16 point deficit turned 13 point win, uh, an incredible performance. Before we get to our players of the game, let's pause 10 seconds for a station identification. You're listening to the OIA Boys Basketball D2 Championship game with Farrington, the winner, here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. Your home for USC Trojans football. KGUAM K236CR Honolulu is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Kyle Galdera and Paul Brecht wrapping things up with the Farrington 13-point win to claim the D2 gold. Looking at Kalani, a strong effort by Josh Shutter. Although he finished just three for 19 from the field, he still racked up 16 points, thanks in part to seven made free throws. Yeah, Shutter had himself a real nice first half, 10 points there, knocking down a couple of triples, but found himself kind of struggling as the game went on. And uh, that's a credit to the defense of this uh, Farrington unit who really turned up the pressure in that second half. And for the Farrington Governors, I think we have to give a couple of nods. The first one goes to Dominique Mosey-Smith, 15 points, 15 rebounds, and three blocks. A strong double-double effort there. And, of course, Gerald Gallardo, 17 points, including two key three-pointers to get his team back in the game. He's going to be our Farrington player of the game, helping the Govs claim the D2 championship. What a game by uh, both squads, really. Uh, I commend both of them uh, on great seasons to get here. Have to fight exceptionally hard to get to a championship game and more than deserving to be here and showed us all night tonight why um, Farrington ends up taking the uh, victory and is your D2 champion. And the best thing about that game coming to an end is we still have the D1 championship game still to go as Campbell and Mililani warm up on the court. And before we wrap things up and take a bit of a break, let's give our much-deserved mahalos, our in-studio engineer, Chaz Antai, keeping us on track and online. We appreciate you, Brother Chaz. Our uh, coordinating producer on site is Kule Agbayani. She takes some great photos for us. Catch her work on social media and every morning at 8 a.m. on Wake Up in the Den here on our airwaves. For the Radford staff for hosting us, for athletic directors Greg Van Camfort from Kalani, and on the Farrington side, Harold Tanaka. And of course, for my broadcast partner, Paul Brecht, I'll give you the last word before we wrap things up after this D2 championship. I tell you what, D2 gave us an incredible appetizer. I can't wait for the main course here. Mililani takes on Campbell with Campbell, looking for some revenge of their own coming up next. And we'll take a bit of a break. We'll be back on air live around 8.30, so be sure to stick it here on Hawaii Sports Radio Network and stay with us for the D1 championship game. For our hardworking crew, I'm Kyle Galdera. See you in about half an hour. Take care and aloha. Here with Farrington coach Leopoldo after his team's 68-55 comeback victory in the OIA Division II championship game. Uh, 
Coach, first half, things not really going your guys' way. Shots not falling, turning the ball over a bit. What's the message going into halftime at the break uh, to your guys to keep them in this one down 16? Well, I told them to settle down. Be patient on offense. Move the offense on both ways. You cannot just play half court. So they, 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 they buttoned down and I told them, get the ball inside. When we start getting the ball inside, we establish the game. Ball comes out, we get open shots. But we got to move the ball. And uh, you said it, you guys had to move the ball, and that's exactly what you did in that second half against the Kalani zone. Really opened up a lot of driving lanes, open three-point looks, and opened things up down low for Mose Smith, who uh, really dominated things in the second half, ended the day with 15 points and 15 rebounds. Not too bad for a big fella, huh? Yeah. Uh, Can you talk to me about what he means for you guys down low and uh, what ball movement does for your guys' unit? He's he's a big plus to our, our, our program, you know. I wish I could have him one more year, you know. But fortunately, he he does all, all the rebounding. Everybody depends on him. I, you know, I try to tell these guys, everybody got a rebound, not only him. So you know, everybody started getting rebounds. Everybody started crashing the boards, and unfortunately, this is what happens. You know, I'll come. They got the W today. Yeah, obviously, uh, a huge turnaround in that second half and overtime. There, uh, a lot of different guys. Uh, who contributed to that one yeah. shows off the the depth of your unit as you head into the state playoffs there what does that depth uh, do for you guys uh, what what does that um mean for your chances as you move on this season oh, it, it's big because we brought up one from the jv n- number 23 chances smith and he's he's one of the, the shooters on the, on the jv team so now we, we get more open spots to shoot the ball and and, and work the ball inside first so Everything is going to come, come, come together for the next three games we play. You know. <laughs> awesome, Coach. Hey, thank you so much. You guys, awesome night. Incredible. Congratulations. You've been listening to the Hawaii Sports Radio Network special presentation of OIA Athletics and the featured game of the week on 95.1 FM and AM 760. Brought to you by Central Pacific Bank, where people like banking. And Hawaii Pacific Health, creating a healthier Hawaii. And the Waikiki Beachwalk Hotel, Oahu's best value located near Kalakaua Avenue on Beachwalk. Tonight's game was made possible also in part thanks to the following. Play-by-play announcer Kyle Galdera. Play-by-play color commentator Paul Brecht. On-site technical engineer Kuule Agbayani. And in-studio technical engineer Chaz Antai. Visit hawaiisportsradio.com for a complete programming guide of upcoming games and more. We now return you to regular scheduled programming right here on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760.